What's up, guys? Welcome to the Cubicle Convos. Uh, to my left, I have Josh, and to my What's right, up? I have Vince. What's up? What's up? And uh, Vince, so your first topic, it was uh, about R. Kelly, right? Yep. Whoa, man. Slow down. Slow down? You're anxious. Hey, you, you feeling just, good? You said you just wanted to start it. So we started, feeling good? bro. This is, this is it. We All started. Right. <laughs> All right, go ahead okay. and play the clip, man. <laughs> I didn't know what to say after that. So We noticed. Roll the clip. I admit I done made some mistakes And I have some imperfect ways That shit ain't right How they gon' say I don't respect these women When all I've done is represent Take my career and turn it upside down Cause you met I've got some girlfriends Tonight Alright So Yeah Yo that's definitely a new clip <laughs> Yeah I didn't expect the double audio But anyway um, I, I said that was in the video Yeah Anyway, so I don't know if you guys have been more or less reading up on the whole R. Kelly situation on Twitter or what have you, but there's a lot of shit blowing up about R. Kelly, um, especially since, you know, the whole docuseries about him is like a six-part series. I actually myself didn't watch it yet, but um, I just wanted to mention a lot of what's been going on. So... First off, he's been dropped from his label completely, if y'all didn't know that. I did not know sort that. Of. Sort not of. Not really, though. Okay. So. Elaborate. What is he like? He, on? Was, he was on Sony Music. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sony has dropped him, but they still retained all the rights to his music. <gasps> and there's also a clause in the drop that basically, there's like a, a weird thing where they can re-sign him also. Mm-hmm. So... Some of the rumors are is that they dropped him but kept all his music so they can still make money off of his music. They didn't delete his discography or anything. Like it's still very much part of Sony music. Yeah. And that when it all dies down, that he might make a comeback of sorts. Oh, come on. So they were not hundred percent sure on that. But yeah, they did drop what? him, but they still own all of his music. They can still make money off his music. Come on, man. Like especially the streams, which is where like right now his stream numbers are so in hopes of a comeback they're keeping his music basically yes okay possibly in theory like that that's the conspiracy theory about the whole situation but Mm. i don't know we gotta gotta wait for time that's absolutely ridiculous okay one two like one i didn't know that two i'm i'm assuming i'm not the only one right obviously this doesn't count for either one of you but i'm assuming that you know there's a lot of people of course, we know there's a lot of people in his defense, right? He's a great mm-hmm. artist, all that other noise. Yeah. Obviously, that's not enough reason to defend this man, especially sure, with sure. the amount of acu- accusations. <clears throat> and, and and I am in no way of defending this man either, but I'm waiting for him to respond. Like that was more of that was like a that was like a response, but it wasn't a real response for me or for anyone else. 100%. Like all that clip was was just and if like you haven't little... seen it. All look all that clip was is just him sitting in a car playing a song that was like halfway like half assing def- half ass defending a fat himself. Cigar. That cigar was pretty big. But yeah. It was like a half ass defending himself type of thing. I mean yeah, like can, can we talk about the fact that he literally said in that little clip how they gonna say I don't respect these women? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, like bitch, what? He's trying to defend himself. Like, yes. hello? Is that song ever gonna get released? No. Uh, I highly doubt it. At least not under Sony. He could probably release it. Well, no, it. he could release it independently now because he's not part of Sony. He might. Technically, he could. It, he, 
he might be able to still release independent music. He might. Or so either that he just did the, it real quick. The problem is, let's say he releases it. Where's it going to go up? Spotify's not letting him put it up there. Apple Music sure as shit ain't letting it go up on there. SoundCloud? You think you think uh-huh. SoundCloud would allow it to go up there? I don't know. I highly doubt R. Kelly would release his music on SoundCloud. To, just to if put you, that out there. If you got to do what you got to do. Say if that's the only place left. Yeah, you got to do Well, I mean, I'm assuming he's not he's not doing it to upload it and get plays. Like, that clip was enough for a lot of people. They just needed to see that clip. And I'm assuming it was enough for him. But what I'm waiting for, and I'm, I'm sure a lot of people are waiting for, is just for him to actually come out and fully defend himself. Because without that, it's like you can assume you could assume what you want. These accusations could mm-hmm. they might as well be real at this point. If he's yeah, not he hasn't st- said anything about the document right. series. He hasn't done anything. He's labeled out no defense, which is why I think a lot of people are like, "Oh fuck!" Like, yeah, he he's guilty as a mo. That's what I'm saying. And then the 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 more he the longer he waits, the more like you know, like he's he got dropped from his from his label. The label dropped him. Uh, a lot of artists are coming out and saying they're separating himself from him musically. They're separating himself um, from him as a person. Mm-hmm. Things like that. There's a lot of things ultimately messing with his money. Ultimately messing with his image. And for him to not say anything about these things, it's just like oh, like anyone can sit there and think oh yeah, these def- these are definitely true. Like. Yeah. I just want him to. I I'm not defending him. I'm just gonna put that out there. I'm not defending him, but I want him to come out and say something because if it's true, then it's true like that, and it's fucked completely. Even if it is true, which I'm pretty sure it's true. To be fair, right. and also not defending him. Yeah. But in all reality, like he literally has said absolutely nothing about it. That's he's what not I'm really saying. defended himself. He's he's basically letting the courts go. There's nothing we can prove to say that he did it. That's because I I feel like either way, if he comes out. He just feel like it's all going to be twisted around. And yeah, and like in his face. If if he comes out and goes, "Oh, I'm sorry," that's he, not going to do shit. That's, that's not, not enough. Yeah, he can't apologize yeah. for it because then yeah. then they're like, "Oh, you definitely did it." Like yeah, if you're he, apologizing for it, then we know you fucked up. Exactly. Right. But if he comes out and he denies it, he could get more backlash for it. They're like, "Oh, you're just trying to cover your own ass." You're There's just, no point in him in him not denying it at this point. It's too that, late. But that's what, so that's why he's not probably not going to say shit because no matter what he does or say, it's just going to be thrown right back in his face. He, right. He's at a point where he just has to let it play out until either it dies down or till he either this, gets charged with something. He's going to wait till it dies down before he does anything. This yeah. type of thing doesn't just die down. It's bigger than just his music. Like, oh, it is, but that's, what he, that's definitely probably what but, he's waiting for. But it does die down. It, yeah. Sooner or later, because I mean, honestly, well, for the public, for the public, for the public, it, it it'll die down. Now there still will be some professional artists that won't work with him for sure. He'll oh, have yeah. that problem. Oh, he, but in terms oh. of public perception, people don't seem to care about what went down with Chris Brown and Rihanna anymore. True. Or or the like crazy shit that Chris Brown was doing. If we're being Karuchi. honest, hey, that's true. That shit died for at least from what I heard of it. it died about two three months ago. Oh yeah, it died. And then next, you know, this R. Kelly thing is taking storm. Yeah, you know, Chris. No, no, no offense to Chris Brown, but you know he's happy about that. Oh, you yeah. know, because he got hit sure. he, he just got arrested. What a few months ago for uh, assault and battery or some crazy shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like that was just a <clears throat> at the end of the year. It was like a few months ago. He he was again in trouble with the law, and like bro, like that shit went down with his daughter and that pet monkey, mm-hmm. or like yeah. his pet monkey got taken but yeah. it also allegedly wasn't his it was his uncles or something like that yeah i'm not too worried about his yeah that was monkey. wild that was weird 
No, literally nobody's like, oh, he's letting his daughter play with a pet monkey. Like most kids are like, yo, that kid's got a fucking pet monkey. <laughs> like I'm jealous. <laughs> no, people are like, oh my God, that monkey could kill her. Bro, I've seen yeah. people let their kids play with pet snakes too. Them shits could eat that little baby, bro. That's Fuck that. OD. Oh, That's no, you much. can, as all those people say, you can domesticate a snake. You can do that. They, they, they're the friendliest creatures you'll ever meet once they're domesticated. Oh, fucking lie. Shit. It's a fucking lie. I don't I fuck with that. that. I, I did too. But yeah, that whole R. Kelly noises. Like I said, I'm just waiting for him to say something. And yeah. it, before it's too late, I guess. I mean. Nah, it's not going to happen. It, I don't want to say too late, right? Because it's, it's already like bro. to the point where like these accusations are basically true. Cause it, was they're all, it was too late all those years ago when he married Aaliyah. Yeah. At that point, it was too late. Oh, yeah, like, for sure. Like, she was 15. Like, there's but no, even, like... Even then, people were letting it go. And espe- oh, especially especially big-name artists were letting it go only off the simple fact... Or at least I believe in my head only off the simple fact that um, I know... I mean, I don't know if you know, but, like, there was a lot of videos and, and, and things like that with producers and artists claiming, like, oh, man, like, you know, Aaliyah, like, she's amazing. She was 16, bro, like... She was 16, and, like, they mm-hmm. were just going off and saying, like, you know, oh, man, I really wish I could marry Aaliyah, like... Yup, yup. Like, t- like, there was a... There's a lot of going... Apparently, at one point, Jay-Z hollered at Aaliyah. Oh, don't say that, man. Allegedly. I don't I'm remember who it was, that. but that, someone... That hurts my heart. <laughs> there, was, there was someone who came to um, R. Kelly's defense, and it was like, well, like, the, these other rappers hollered at Aaliyah when, when him and her were having issues but also like even more to that point like jay-z and beyonce started fucking with each other when she was 17 yeah oh man you didn't and, know about that no he it's knows that not, uh, yeah i know about it it's just well first of all i, I mean they weren't they weren't getting married and like we don't know if they was really doing anything but they was 100 talking to each other when they were 17 there you go i just wanted to yes i'm, I'm glad yes, you I'll put that, that out. stipulation i'm not gonna cool. i'm not gonna condemn jay-z because i fuck heavy with jay-z okay because you know jay-z is like my number one artist and i hate yeah, to yeah. hear shit about bad like, you know bad, i'm not gonna like, accuse of anything like that because there's no evidence of that but they started talking yeah. it's like your favorite ice cream like tried to fuck with like underage kids like yeah. chocolate ice cream bro like if chocolate ice cream like chocolate ice cream tried to try to touch a yeah yeah that'd be fucked i'd up. be a little blown like yeah like i like i like chocolate ice cream but what <laughs> I, listen, I zoned out here for a second, and I come back and talk about ice cream. Just keep talking. No, it was but just an analogy. Like that—that's a big thing, though. Especially like when you have someone that you look up to. Yeah. If they ever get into some shit, like I have a person's song lyrics tattooed on my arm. If they ever went through some shit, <laughs> I'm fucked. Yeah, basically. <laughs> that's gonna be a, a black sensor bar on my arm after that. You know what I'm saying? Like, like basically. No. 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 Yeah, lean away. There you go. Bruh. Lean with <laughs> no, it. Neil. Now lean back. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm good, bro. Just chill. Okay. Oh, um, right. But, uh, yeah, this whole R. Kelly thing has been interesting, especially with this docuseries, how much success it's garnered. And just to build off of this, there's a Michael Jackson documentary called Leaving Neverland that is premiering at Sundance this year. So Once again, it's like chocolate ice cream, bro. No, hold up. Hold up. Hold up. So... I heard about this. I don't know much about it, and I'm pretty sure you go to formats. But I just gotta say, we all know Michael Jackson did some fuck shit back in the day, and it it comes down like he he had a bad childhood. 
you know, that's no excuse, but the man was abused, didn't have a good home, you know, was forced into music, and then he just grew up around all this fame and fortune yeah. and all this fuck shit with uh, other celebrities and fucking people coming in his house just to take pictures or videos yeah, of him. Yeah. Like, that shit gets you after a while. And it's like, he's he, he's been gone for what? More than a decade now? Like, I just... Know. He died in like 2009. Uh, was it... Was it? Oh, was yeah. It? Or I guess before it that. I think it was before that, even then. It was. No, you're right. Because I was. It was like 2009. School. It was like 2008, 2009 for sure. Guaranteed. Yeah. And it's just like, I get, I get it. He's done some bad stuff, and there's no excuse. But you just, it just gets to a point where, like, why are you going to dig up his grave and stomp on it? It's 2009. Yep. Oh, like I said. Nice. But, you June know, 25th. why are you going to dig up his grave and stomp on him? The man's already dead. We all know he did some messed up shit. Just. Let him stay dead. You know, we don't have to do this. I, I think the reason why it's happening is with the way our society has changed. It uh-huh. has very much so become a, an attack on people in, in a weird way, especially people who does. are held in like high esteem. Yeah, and, yeah. and for for these accusations, which were made for a very long time, and like he went to court over them, and they all just kind of disappeared and got swept under the rug. That turned a lot of people the wrong way, especially the people that were involved. Like... Well, there was a lot is, of accusations is, is it, about him with like kids and all yeah, that shit. Yeah, so right? is it fair to those kids that are older now? No, nope. for, for for it for it to not be brought to light just I because mean, he died. That I was actually gonna I mean, say exactly what we said. That's a fair. I mean, that is a fair point, and I I get it, I guess. But uh I don't know. You like Michael Jackson, don't you? No, I'm not even looking at it as like he. he we talked about this uh, not too long ago about how separating the artist from their music mm-hmm. and then the person that they are. It, for I get these kids should have the limelight they they deserve to be like, look, this shit happened to me. This was messed up. This person was messed up. But like, I don't know the fact that like, it just seems like we're just going back and digging shit up. I don't. Yeah, I but don't for know. them, this I just could don't be know how closure. to feel about it. I don't. It does. I guess, and it does. I guess my thing is, I I completely understand what you're saying, and like, mm-hmm. I'm I'm a Michael Jackson fan. I like I like his music. I think everybody likes his music. Oh yeah. But when somebody was as talented as him, or or and as famous as him or like Prince or some of these mm-hmm. other huge artists, they're held to such a high level in the public side. They're almost like gods. Yeah. Like l- look at how people view Taylor Swift today. Well, she that, could uh, she could not do any wrong. So no. I, I think part of it is like these are humans. You have to look at them as a human and humans make mistakes. And for all these serious mistakes to just basically get thrown away yeah. and tossed aside is 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 a problem. No matter how big and famous you are, yeah, and no, I, no, no, I think fair. that's why this R. Kelly docu series was so big, such a big deal. I think that's why this Michael Jackson documentary is going to be such a big deal. Yeah, because yeah. like one of the people that is going to be in it is one of the former backup dancer, Wade oh. Robson, oh, who Lord. accused him, accused Michael Jackson of raping him for seven years from the time he was seven years old. Seven Jesus. years from the time he was seven years old to the time he was fourteen years old. Jesus <sighs> Christ! And this one, like, this one went a long way into the court system too. Um, and he, he got away with it, didn't he? Or it was just... Just kind of disappeared. But a lot of people accuse this guy of lying about the whole thing and that he was doing it for attention and that there's no claims to it. Another big one that gets brought up is Macaulay Culkin. He was really, really, really good friends with Michael Jackson when he was a kid. Like Are we talking Alone, about... Yeah, Macaulay Culkin from Home Alone? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he was friends with Michael Jackson when he was a kid. Wasn't and he on crack? There was people from outside that situation he that were like seer. not as weird. Yeah, Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, he, he, he was, went through a rough patch. He's yeah. doing good now. He, he's he doing looks great now. Great. 
Yeah, he's he came out Chinese with a recent. Wearing... He's also he came out with a recent commercial actually, and, he, he and I, when I saw it, I was like, "Holy crap!" Like, he, he looks I'm, way better now than he did. Yeah, he looks ago. healthy. I'm proud of him. Uh, it's dope like, to he, see him go from like the kid from Home Alone to like a decent actor to then just look like pure shit to look now. I'm proud of that guy. Have you heard what his name's about to be for the year of 2019? He changing his name. Metal he's World changing Peace. his middle name. That's okay. funny shit. But no, <laughs> he's changing his middle name. Macaulay Culkin. Mm-hmm. His new name is going to be Macaulay, Macaulay Culkin, Culkin. Huh? Yep. Are you fucking serious? Is he still changing on crack? his middle name? To is he still <laughs> on right. Crack? That's that's a valid <laughs> question. So so he ran a Twitter poll of like he's like I'll I'll change my middle name for a year. What do my fans want it to be changed to? And he basically ran a poll and no. Macaulay Culkin won. So his name is going to be Macaulay, Macaulay Culkin, Culkin. No. That's still his fault. Hundred <laughs> percent his fault, and it's funny as hell. No. Like, Why would he, he put, put that? a poll out? But he. He it, chose the options. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's great. Wild. That's funny. No, great. It's it's so great, <laughs> dude. This is such. This is, this is one of the times where the internet wins, and it wins in a good way. Like I mean, this. Yeah. Remember Bodie McBoatface? What? Fuck yeah. Nope. Don't oh, know who that is. <laughs> there was some government that, I think it was the government. I don't remember who, but they ran a Twitter poll to name, or they ran an online poll to name their new boat. No. Which was gonna go and explore the Arctic. And like make groundbreaking discoveries, and the people voted for this boat to be named Bodie McBoatface. That's a dope ass name. Oh for my a boat. god! They were fucking honest. pissed. I would have been mad too. Pissed. Did but they like, go with it? Yeah, yeah, they ended hey. up going with it. Because like the other options that garnered a lot of votes were like super fucked up too. Like someone yeah. wanted to name it Hitler, Ooh. like all kinds of crazy <laughs> no. shit like that. So Bodie McBoatface no. turned out to not be that bad of an option. Uh, that's funny. But yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm curious to see where this back to the topic we were actually talking about. I'm curious to see where this Michael Jackson documentary goes. Neil. I think it's <laughs> nice one. Um, I think it. I don't remember who's producing it. It might be like an HBO thing. Uh, I don't know. I I haven't even it's, watched the R. Kelly documentary that came out. It's kind of hard to, especially considering a lot of people don't have cable. Like it's kind of hard to see. It's on Lifetime, so I mean. Yeah, but I want to watch it, and I'm not gonna lie. I, I will watch this Michael Jackson one, and I won't look at it as as like Michael Jackson, my f- one of my favorite artists. I'll probably just have to look at him as like just a person. It'll be hard, only off the simple fact that, like you said, a lot of people can't like differentiate the two between musician and actual person, and only off the fact that like you, so a lot of people are like dwell so deep into music, like they feel like they know the person, where you honestly don't know shit about them. Hey, they stand. Hey man, you can't stand too hard. Yeah. No, you can't be throwing your girlfriends in the trunk and driving over. <laughs> right, <laughs> like <laughs> you can't stand so hard that you feel like you can defend them at any turn. They're still human beings. Like, no, yeah, I feel that. I no know. matter what yeah. lyrics they have behind the music, no matter how good the music is, things like that. Like, that's fair. Shit happens. I I wanna I wanna talk about the word stand for a second. Okay. Because I think I'm glad I'm, I don't know why. But I'm glad this got brought up in a weird way, right? Oh, okay. okay. So stand generally means you're obsessed with someone, right? Like yeah, you're such yeah. a huge fan, you're obsessed. Like you stand over people, right? Like yeah, your favorite yeah. rapper, you stand over them, right? Yeah. I think that, that I think that word should have another definition. What should be? And I'm gonna point to another Eminem song. Oh boy. As as an evidence to change the the definition to have a second one. Okay. So I don't know if you guys listened to Marshall Mathers LP two. I did. I actually enjoyed that album. There's a song called Bad Guy. Yes. Bad Guy is a song portrayed by Matthew Mitchell, who is Stan's younger brother, who goes to kill Eminem. Oh. 
That's I, that's still standing. Like even if you hate someone so much that you go through all this, you hate them this whole time, and all you do is talk shit about that person. No. that still means you're standing on. Oh yeah, it, it is. Like, obsession. Just, just obsession on a hating side of it. Yeah, yeah. I think I think because that def it's now with like a full word with definition Merriam-Webster dictionary and everything. Yeah, I yeah. think a second definition should be added to the word to include the opposite of it. Like you hate someone so much oh, yeah. that you you're go through all these them. links. You're still obsessed with them. It's the same fucking thing. Yeah. yeah. No, no, so for negative reasons. Obsession isn't necessarily a positive word or negative. No, but Stan is generally seen as like a huge fan. Like I think the flip side should be someone who just hates that person so much that they still track all they do. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to, do you want to segue into that? Uh, you, uh, Netflix. It's a good chance to do that. So yeah. that new Netflix show you came out, I believe, last week, maybe, maybe the week before. I think it was about two weeks ago. It came out. Don't yeah. remember the air date. It seemed to be a slow burn, honestly. Like I, I saw it come out on Netflix, and it was just kind of chill. And then, like over the course of a week and a half, is when it exploded, and everybody's like, "You have to watch this show." It wasn't those. It came out, and people are like, "Everybody's like, watch it, watch it, watch it." It, it felt like it, it, took, it, a it took a minute. Yeah. yeah. So it did. I watched it all the way through and holy shit <laughs> hey wait before you continue i haven't seen it i don't know who who's gonna I watch spoil this it. or yeah please don't because i won't spoil it because it's really good. i highly recommend you watch it but but it is a very it's a very well done take on stalking someone on social media taking to the complete extreme this is what the description of the actual Netflix show itself says. It says, Obsessed with an inspiring writer, a charming bookstore manager goes to extreme measures to insert himself into her life. You Jesus. know that yep. is probably crazy. And from what I've heard, and I know you're probably going to talk about it, but from what I've heard at least, um, it's just basically him using all forms of social media to like look her up, figure out who she is, all like this almost shit you wouldn't know unless you sat down and talked to her person to person. And... What's crazy is, like, there's actually a couple people, for, like, an example, you know, Millie Bobby Brown? Mm-hmm. Yep. She posted a video about how, like, oh, he's not crazy, he's yeah. not obsessive, he's That's just in love. I thought that he's video just... was so funny. Yeah. That's a problem. No, that is a problem, and the, the, uh, some people are bashing her, while at the same time, yeah. you've got to look at it, she's surrounded in a fucking industry. I mean, yes, you know? she's young. She's, how old is she? She's only f- 14, 15 years old, oh, so. She's pretty young, so she's... She doesn't know what love is. She doesn't She's know. She doesn't know. Even people I, I in, in their 20s are not going to know. But the fact that she was watching that show and goes, yeah, this is acceptable behavior, that's a problem. It yeah. is. Honestly, it that's is. a problem. Um, but it, it goes even deeper than looking into like her social media. Like it, This dude like, goes goes into... Real life and like following her and shit type stuff? Does he do that? Basically, yeah. And like, I mean, oh, he goes shit. even into like her friend's social media to find stuff out about her. That's right. Yeah. Like, it gets super deep and i mean even after the first episode you get a gut feeling that's like this is really fucked up and creepy and it's very unsettling and you know that like people have probably dealt with this like oh. I, th- this is not based on a true story in any way shape or form but i guarantee you something similar to this has happened to someone but you know what's yeah. also kind of wild about that is like at the same time the, for like the millie bobby Brown, for example some people do look at it like not just the social media aspect mm-hmm. as like that's just normal yeah, that's yeah, toxic like, oh, as hell. It's but, it's flattering. Yeah. Like, oh, they care about me so much that they're they're watching everything. Like, no, that's no, fucked up. No, that's I don't want you to. Toxic as fuck. Yeah. Like, bro, look. If I go to the bathroom, I don't need you to know how big my shit was. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you need some space. Yeah, that's shit, toxic as hell. I really need to watch it. It looked really good. I just haven't gotten around to it. Yeah, I highly recommend. Same. You but, guys watch it. 
real quick if you want to keep talking about it but you know what's another crazy shit that's on Netflix as a Netflix original what's up that uh Black Mirror movie interactive oh. shit dude no 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 we, we I don't give a fuck we sat no 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 we sat Yo. here shit's fucking crazy bro I've heard a lot of people talk about it so I've heard about a lot of the different endings so I don't feel the Yo, need to watch it if, no, you, no but if you hey look if it. you ever decide to watch it what don't for it's not like it's scary like if you're gonna watch it it's so fun dude like watch it with like a group of friends it's dope as hell like it, because it's so interactive it's not like you, yeah yeah you, you don't have to just sit there and watch it like you can there's choices to make and yeah, it's yeah, dope yeah, as hell yeah. like and and I'm, I'm glad it seems to do well because i think netflix is going to do that with more stuff which i think i be cool. really hope so but, but um the you crazy know, you know what fucked me up about that show what do you know what the black mirror is uh, isn't it about how like uh technology or something like that is starting to take over? No, Some no, weird like, shit like that. Like literally, do you know what the Black Mirror is? Like, no, it's very no. literal. No, it's when the episode ends and you see your reflection in the TV or your phone or your iPad or your tablet. That's the Black Mirror. It's the reflection of your electronic device. And if that's not the <laughs> dopest shit ever, <laughs> I'm blown. I did not know right? that. That's no fucking crazy. It's, it's, that's so dope. Like that's such a good name for that show. Once you realize what it means, but yeah. But no, you've got to definitely check it out. Like, there's points in time where, like... So, one, my, my favorite thing about it was the cuts. The cuts in it, like, most uh, stuff like that where you have, like, a choice, where you pick a different path, mm-hmm. you can tell where it cuts. Never in the entire time we picked choices or anything like that did you... Were you able to point out where that shit cut? It was such a smooth transition after you picked Yeah, it was choice. seamless. It, it, it was almost like they did both takes at once and they somehow separate. Like it, it's I mean, really good on Netflix. Netflix is part. only a billion dollar company. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> but you know, they'd be releasing some garbage sometimes and then they come out with some other shit like this and it's like, it just still blows you away no matter what. You still got to give props to where props is deserved. Um, number two is even though you can make you can make choices let's say you fuck up or you don't like the ending you just you get, go back you can go back but those choices you made previously it recognizes that you did that and you're in like an alternate universe so some of those choices are still affected in that universe mm-hmm. that's what really blew me away yeah it had like 12 different endings yeah which i i was not expecting that many when i heard that they announced like they were going to do an interactive black mirror episode i was like oh that'd be really cool i'm sure to have like four or five endings and then when it came out like people, there there was a bunch of threads. Were like, "Oh, this is the ending I got," and someone was like, "How the fuck did you even do that? <laughs> like, what? How'd you fuck up that bad to where like everybody and their cousin is locked in a cell? Like, what the fuck?" Well, yeah, our, but um, yeah, like twelve endings. Like that's actually really good and and really impressive. Yeah, for, I, for that. watch it, watch it. Honestly, would recommend it. Just if you want to do it with a group of friends, do our ending. Uh, spoilers to anybody who would not don't do that. Care. Don't spoil that shit. This shit was good though, bro. Don't, don't spoil, spoil it though. It. Right, don't spoil that. it. Anyway, <laughs> anyway check keep, it out. Keep, just to keep with the Netflix thing, so this is what we're talking about. Uh, new documentaries came out this weekend. The one on Hulu, party. one on Netflix. I did not watch the Hulu one because I don't have Hulu, but I did watch the Netflix one, and they're both about the fire festival. The the greatest party that never happened. The greatest Lord party that mercy. never happened. Can and, I read the. Yeah, yeah, read the description for me. So the description. Hey, st- stop shitting on Ja Rule, goddammit. It wasn't his fault. I just hey, want to put that out there. Look. I'm not, <laughs> not going to say anything. <laughs> so the description to this uh, documentary is the Fire Festival was built as a luxury music experience on a posh private island, but it failed spectacularly in the hands of a cocky entrepreneur. And so, I'm not going to lie. I only saw the trailer and I heard about this way back when when it happened mm-hmm. and but 
I don't know how old I was when this shit happened, but this I, was I, like two years ago. Yeah, it wasn't that like it wasn't the, that far. was it not that long ago? It it no, happened no, no, in no. 2017, and the promotion started in 2016. I remember hearing about like people getting stuck on an island for like uh this crazy. Race they starved party. those people, and I was like, oh okay, and it's fucked up. I didn't think anything about it, but like seeing this trailer, I was like. Oh fuck! They they did like some survivor shit, but in real yeah. life, it won't no prank or some TV show. Like yeah. they were legit, like so. going crazy. Shit was being fucked. They didn't have any food. They couldn't get back, which was crazy. How did they get there in the first place? It was next, private you know, planes. They flew down on planes. But then, did the planes just like have a schedule to just not come back until a certain period of time? Basically, yeah. And they were stuck on that island for for that time. I'm guessing they had no cell service. Uh, they had some because I mean people were live tweeting it, so there but was then, internet and stuff. But, but then, but there's just like it's hard to charter a plane out of the Bahamas. It's not like it's there's fair, that many yeah, flying to these no, small islands. They I were on uh, Exuma, E X H U M A. Yeah, was that yeah. Island yeah. Um, but just first and foremost, I want to start off with something when it comes mm-hmm. to this. Okay, the concept of this, the the idea of having a music festival on an island in the Bahamas or the Caribbean is dope, or or somewhere just on an island. And it's just you and music and a luxury experience. So basically, like, if, if they would have done it with what are essentially the equivalent of, of the rooms on a cruise ship, you know, you just got a nice little room. You're not going to be in a room that much. You're in the room to sleep or to fuck. Like, it doesn't, <laughs> that's it. Yeah. So, basically. <laughs> so the the whole idea of, of doing this, it's a fantastic idea. Oh, yeah. The problem is, I want to talk about that at the end. I'm going to get back to the end. I'm going I'm to I'm recircle back to that. Just leaving that out there. That idea is a great idea. Okay. The execution of this idea Ew. <laughs> was awful. <Yeah>. So, <laughs> so first and foremost, they released that. They had a little teaser video come out where they like had basically what is a trailer, which was basically a bunch of dudes with super hot models. Like, who is it? Kendall <laughs> Jenner was there. Yeah. Um, yep. Who the fuck else was there? Uh, Emily Rodakowski, whatever her name is. I don't remember how to Definitely pronounce Definitely not how you pronounce the last name, but I, get, I know who you're it's talking about. There's something close to that. <laughs> she was there. Uh, Bella Hadid was there. Like, it was just all these super famous models. Uh, Elsa Holsk was there. Victoria's Secret models. Like, yep. all these beautiful women were there. And they had this little teaser trailer of just them, like, hanging out and having fun on this island. And it was like, it's going to be a bunch of music. It's just going to be a big party for three days, right? Yeah. Fucking cool. Sounds like a blast. Great mm. advertising. Yeah. They then had... 250 people at one time post a single photo that was just an orange tile. What? Yep. 250 people, 250 Instagram influencers posted an orange tile, and that was it. And everyone was like, what the fuck is this? An orange tile. It was an orange tile. Just literally an orange photo. That was fire. What? Fire festival. Now, that even goes further away from what fire actually is. Because it wasn't, it didn't start as a music festival. Fire is a is an app or a website that helps you book celebrities for events. What? That's what it does. The mm-hmm. Fire app itself is a fucking genius idea. Because it's yeah. like, let's make it easy to book celebrities for parties. So basically, you log on to it. They have their fee. You pay their fee. You go, this is where it's at. They show up. Which, you know, it's cool. Like, sure, it makes it easy for you to book fucking Gigi Hadid to show up at your birthday party. Sure, mm-hmm. whatever. Pay the fee, they show up. But to kind of like launch the brand, they were like, let's host the biggest music festival and the coolest music festival we've ever seen. Sorry. That app is probably fucked now. I don't know. They, they, in the terms of, I mean, in terms of, it, in terms of people like 
Fire's dead. To use it. Fire's dead. Oh yeah, for sure. But there's another app that's doing the same thing. Like the guys that started the app side of it are doing that app without nope. the guy that fucked everything up. No, no, because the guy that fucked everything up is oh, in prison. Oh, okay, okay. Without okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Cool. So the app is actually is kind of a cool idea, and they did the music festival basically for publicity for the app. So this music festival has all this stuff go down. They're selling tickets. Literally, a ticket was thousands of dollars. This shit was ex. What are you? You good? Yeah, you I'm good. good. You I good? just needed to fix something. Um, it was crazy expensive. I mean, they had one option that was like fifty thousand dollars, and like the the ninety five percent of this festival sold out in forty eight hours. That's how big their marketing campaign was and how well it was done. That everything sold out in like two days. So it was like it did really well initially. The problem was. The initial island that they tried to buy for it was Pablo Escobar's island. Yep. Yeah, uh, one of the stipulations of them using that island was you can't say Pablo Escobar's name. Because the guy who really owned the island was like, I don't want to be associated with drug cartels anymore. I want this island to be shown in a different light. So don't use his name. That first video they released used his name. So that dude was like, you know what? Fuck you. Can't use my island. (laughs) What? So then they had to find a different island. And then they found a different island. And then they found a different island. And then they finally ended up on the island that they did it on. Which made sense because it actually has some infrastructure. The site that they ended up using for this festival was basically a housing development that never finished getting built. Really? And it was fucked up. (laughs) Super hazardous. Like, nobody should have been there. It was awful. So anyway, they then decide to go, you know, we're going to put people in tents. It's fucking Bahamas. It's hot. It was a bad idea. It's not a bad idea if they did it right. If these tents had air conditioning and like a way to close, sure it'd be fine. Yeah, but, but they didn't no. do that. They no. used hurricane survival tents. Always lit. <laughs> yep. The day before people arrived, it rained. Perfect. So all the tents were fucked. All the mattresses were ruined. People were literally sleeping on wet mattresses, and they oversold the show. I think I did see a video on that specifically. Three hundred fifty people showed up with nowhere to sleep. Yeah. They were they were on an episode of naked. What is it called? Naked and Survivor, some shit. Basically, they got fucked. Jesus Christ! They were on and Survivor, bro. The initial yeah, caterer, man. the initial caterer dropped out two weeks before it started, which is why they had that feud, that food problem, because they only had a million dollars to allocate to food, and the original caterer wanted six million. Six million. Yeah, to cater for well, it was like a few thousand people. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, it was supposed to be, it was like a, a chef and shit, too. So it wasn't like, like cheap buffet food. Yeah, it was supposed to be some top-notch shit. Yeah, it turned into cheap shit, though, because <laughs> they only had a million dollars to use for food, which yeah, is that infamous shit. cheese on bread with some greens in a styrofoam oh, container. Yeah. It looked like the defect food. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was nuts. Um, It, it, was, it was definitely a, a, a problem. But uh, it was just such a big disaster. Like, mm-hmm. holy shit. Awful, just yeah, worst. Was... One of the worst things I've ever seen go down ever. And this this documentary does a really good job of giving you just facts, because the Hulu one, actually the Hulu one allegedly, mm-hmm. there was some shade thrown between Hulu and Netflix this weekend because, let me say that, uh, there was some shade thrown between Hulu and Netflix this weekend because they both released fire documentaries the same weekend. The one that Hulu did, God damn, Colin. <laughs> <laughs> The um, the Hulu one allegedly we don't know for sure because we'll never know. But allegedly paid the guy who fucked everything up. His name's escaping right now. I don't yeah. His name. I, okay. So about that, just a quick side note. Like, I'm sure 
just have, oh I, obviously I need to watch it myself both of them um, I'm assuming what you're saying is that one being Hulu paid off the dude or or rather the dude paid off Hulu to make the docuseries and so, kind of it was kind of more or less in his defense I'm assuming so the the Hulu one Hulu paid him $250,000 to appear so they basically directly interviewed him the Netflix one interviewed people around it. Okay, so it was, was one side him. of the story versus the other. Basically. So, like, about that, so, like, and this is, uh, about that, like, I know Ja Rule, uh, you know, he made a series of tweets specifically talking about the, the fire Festival, and it's, like, for a long time, people were blaming him for the whole situation, or at least his part in it, I guess you can say. Yeah. Obviously, it's not his fault. Or at he, least I think it wasn't his fault. He was basically an innocent bystander. If I watched this documentary, it was his name was attached to the Fire app. Right. Which then was, led into the festival, and then he was around for the promo shoot for the festival, and that was it. Right. But He was in like the promo quickly, videos. People are so quickly to blame him for a lot of the, the noise. Yeah. Or at least before the docuseries, there was a lot of people blaming him for the yeah, noise yeah. about Cause, it. Because his name was attached to so like, well, Ja Rule told me it was going to be fun. Yeah. Do, do you remember that, that, that clip that went? That went around at that one dude just yelling for Ja Rule. I don't remember where it was. I think so. There was one dude, he was just yelling like, where's Ja Rule? <laughs> like out the crowd somewhere. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. If you haven't seen it, definitely go watch it. I haven't seen it myself. But it, The Netflix need, one is really good. Yeah, stop blaming Ja Rule. Just yeah. go watch the damn series. And, and it, it goes really into detail of like exactly where it fucked up. Like, bro, the one guy, uh, his name is, I believe his name is Andy. He was the one that was basically brought on to try to fix everything after they realized that they kind of fucked it up. And at one point, they had this water that was flown into the island that was stuck at customs. And it was Evian water. E-V-I-A-N. Evian, Evian, I don't remember. Whatever. Uh, It was stuck at customs. Homeboy called Andy and was like, yo, go to customs, meet with the head of customs, suck his dick, get the water released. Hold up, what? Yup. No, like... A hundred. That's what homeboy told him, to go do. Uh, wait, wait, wait. I'm assuming you're... I'm assuming the suck your dick part was like... L- literally. Oh, it was literally. a literal... Okay. Like, literally. Yeah. Okay. Dude shows up and talks with the head of customs. And head of customs is like, look, as long as you promise that when people start getting paid, I get paid first, you can have the water. So he didn't have to suck his dick. That's messed up. One, dope. But, that's, that's dope. He... That's dope that he didn't have to do that. It's, it's great because that's super <laughs> fucked up. That's so, he literally that's called so the guy fucked. that was working for him and was like, yo, go do this to get the water. Like, nah, bro. That, nope. Yeah. It was wild. Yeah. I highly recommend watching it because it is it is very well done documentary. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Um, I watched it today, actually. Bet. I might, have to, I might have to check that out for real. I, would, I do want to watch the Hulu one because after watching it, the other guy... The guy that ruined everything, the entrepreneur, mm-hmm. I can't remember his fucking name, but um, I don't think when he started the whole fire Festival <clears throat> thing, I don't think he intended to fraud all these people and promise all these things that didn't come true. I do think he was serious about wanting to put on this festival and had no intention of just stealing money from all these people. So what the fuck happened then? It got out of hand and they kept making more and more promises, but the, where, where it became a problem was when he was lying to investors. Like, they told, he apparently told some investors that he booked Drake for $100,000. Which is obviously not true. Not true, at all. 
Uh, he lied about how much money they were bringing in type of stuff. So I don't think in that situation, he initially started out trying to rip people off other than investors. The problem is when he was out on bail, he was literally stealing money from people. Like he, he straight up was like selling VIP Grammy tickets for people for $20,000 that didn't exist just to get their money. Mm. And that's why he ended up going to prison for six years. Jesus Christ. Yeah, only I'm definitely going to take the time to watch. That's only six? I feel like it deserves more. Six but years. That's but just me. He does have a permanent ban from being any type of officer for a company. So he can't be a CFO, a CEO, a COO at all. He cannot do that. Oh, well, there goes his entrepreneur or anything. Yep. <laughs> yeah, but um, a lot of people are saying, don't be surprised in 10 years if you hear his name again behind some other venture. So, oh, yeah. So we'll see. Because he does seem to be a smart dude. Like, the, the what he did before Fire Festival is basically a credit card for millennials. It was Ooh. like this exclusive credit card that you had to be approved to get into and, like, the credit card was made out of stainless steel, and it was black. And it was a really good idea, really cool idea. Uh, it made him a lot of money. And then people were like, yeah, I'm going to buy into it with you. Like, I'm all about it. Mm. And which led to fire. And then this disaster of a music festival. Okay. I'm, but, I'm sure he's not too worried about making any kind of business after. Oh, he but might. Just to just to bring it full circle, to what I was mentioning before, about this idea. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think it could still be done. Oh, I just think now. Correctly. Yes. If you do it correctly and you do it over time and you do it at, at like a slow burn of like, okay, this year we'll get plumbing built on this island. This year we'll get electricity built. This year you we'll have to get be able, internet. You have to be able to build their trust. You have to up. do it in stages. They literally tried to do this whole festival in like four to six months. Yeah. And at some points they were literally trying to do things with two weeks left. Like the whole catering, the food situation, mm-hmm. that was like two weeks when that got fucked. Yeah. So if, if you actually did this and you did it right and you did it over the course of like a couple years to get everything built and prepared, yeah, this music festival could probably dethrone Coachella. 100%. Ooh. Oh, yeah. 100%. Because here's the thing. When this music festival got announced, there were sponsors for Coachella that called their agencies and were like, how can we pull out of Coachella to get in with Fire Festival? People oh. already wanted to leave based off that idea before it even was solidified. I, I actually want it to still get done. I do too. Correctly, and you obviously um, have to. You know saying, anybody, anybody from Wall Street listening, hit hit us up. I don't think it's, <laughs> I, I got some ideas. I don't think it's gonna happen until we're like at least a good amount older. Because until I'm rich. especially since this documentary came out. Nobody's oh yeah, for gonna sure. Wanna fuck with that. No one's gonna fuck with that. For Let sure, me get some sure. cash in my pocket. I I can knock this out. <laughs> Real talk. I can make. But this about out. Okay. about about them doing it in stages, like, and just as I don't want to continue this topic for any longer but as far as them doing it in stages like other than you know taking their time to do it and making sure that it's done correctly you want to be able to build people's trust back mm-hmm. like because the islands so the biggest problem with this whole thing was a lot of the people on the island that helped build all this stuff they never got paid they're oh, owed, that's what i'm saying they're yeah. owed a quarter of a million dollars right now the lady whose restaurant basically like tried to help she had to dip into $50,000 of her own savings to pay people that helped her make the food that they got stuck with forcing yeah. to make. Oh, man. It's like it, a lot. The islands is who got screwed over a lot. So oh, yeah. in order to, to bring this idea up to someone down there and go, hey, I have this idea and I'd like to host it at your island. I don't think it'll ever happen. I think yeah. it will have to be like you're doing it on a private island. Yeah. yeah. And then sure. you'll have to you'll have to start from scratch, like to build all this infrastructure. But, you know, since we still on the topic of Netflix. You know the Bird Box? Yeah. Yeah. So there's this thing Never called saw it though. The Bird Box Challenge. You haven't seen it yet? No. 
Someone explained it, explained it to me. I was like, yeah, I'm good. Hey, you know MGK's in there? Man, go watch the damn thing. <laughs> yeah, At this point, it, I, I, it's too late. Shut like, up. Everybody. Shut your mouth. <laughs> don't you? No. You're not saying it. I've heard so much about it that I don't feel the need to watch anymore. And like, yeah. I read the description. I was like, I just, I don't think that's a movie for me. The chick from Bird Box was so good. Sandra Bullock. Yeah, I think that's Actually, such a funny thing that someone I'm, tweeted out. I'm still oh, going to yeah. tell you that. I'm still going to tell you to watch it. But something tells me you specifically won't like it, and only off the simple fact that there's so many holes in that that movie. Yeah, like it's a, a good, it's a decent movie, but there's a lot I, of. I holes heard, in I heard it. about that, which is why I was like, I'll, I'll pass because I I don't want to watch this movie and then talk shit about it and then go, oh, you just you're a shitty person for not liking it. Like, but, nah, just, yeah. but you but you are a shitty person for not liking it. No, like or for not watching it. No, I I'm saying you're our shitty. Like if you, oh, I'm just you, a shitty person in general. Well, Yes. I wasn't say that. I mean, if the shoe fits, I, I wasn't say saying that. that. Oh, I was just <laughs> oh, <laughs> he said if the shoe fits, I right, shoot your shot, Neil. Pop them bullets off, bro. What's up? Hey, all I'm saying is, is like, you already know in your head that you're gonna talk shit about it. No, I, I don't think I would. Honestly, if I just gotta sit through and watch it, but I just yeah, yeah. Well, just watch it. Just watch it. Just anyway, put it on and like do something. I guess I got you. But um, <laughs> but yeah, the challenge. You like cover your eyes and. Try to do yeah, mundane so things. Th- there's just like a whole thing going around on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube is is a big like uh, thing about it right now for some mm-hmm. reason. Is people just put on the blindfold and try to go through their daily lives. And you know, if you just like walking down the street, I guess that's not too bad. But it, it comes to a point like if you start walking in the middle of the I street, mean, doing yeah, that it's shit, not you're it's not just mundane things. But no, like, there's I mean, <laughs> there's multiple stories. And like for example, I have a story up right now about a teenager who just like got dared to do the bird box challenge and so she just like fucking puts on a blindfold while she's driving and oh yeah she driving. hits someone's car what the yeah. fuck mm-hmm. there's multiple videos on youtube of motorcyclists who are always cocky period but like they have blindfolds on while they're just you know cruising through daily life on their motorcycle there's another yeah, story here about an, uh, crazy. An, a truck driver who also crashed into a pole and it's really funny because the police <laughs> made a statement they're like yeah we saw this shit coming Mm-hmm. Like, but, it get, but like now YouTube is trying to ban all this stuff and all that, and um, they're trying to get it off, and they don't know what to do. And I just think it's stupid. Like, what in your right mind? Like, I get maybe walking around the house, uh, bump the tool wall, or like try to crack an egg into a pan or something like that. Yeah. Or like, or like that. I saw one where two dudes were like trying to play one on one basketball in their driveway. Like they had a hoop. I did see that. I thought that was funny. And that I thought shit was, was funny dope. as hell. That's funny. <laughs> but, <laughs> but but when it comes to when you're like, like I, I dare you to do the bird box, and you're like, I'm driving. And, yeah, like it's and, fucking and, stupid. Like you fucking idiot. Then just wait till you get home, or just don't do it. You know, I don't. I don't I know. Agree. And like it's getting a lot of bash right now, and I feel like, you know, it, yeah, if movie, you're putting if you're putting someone else's health and life in danger, don't fucking do it. Exactly. Like honestly, like don't do it. Yeah, that's. I'm not. I'm not surprised by any of this. In all honesty, not at all. I'm, I mean, Our I'm society not either, is stupid as yeah. shit. <laughs> We're too sensitive as well. It's I'm not even put that out there, bro. No, we just dumb as fuck. No, no, we dumb, and I'm, I'm gonna put it out there. We we sensitive. People out there are real sensitive about shit nowadays. You, you can't. Gonna, you better call someone a snowflake because that's not allowed anymore. No, fuck <laughs> it. I'll call anybody a goddamn snowflake. Bro. I don't give a fuck. Actually, to segue into the sensitivity thing, okay. I don't know if you guys saw, um, and uh, this wasn't even a topic prior to, but now that he brings up the sensitivity, 
um, Family Guy is not able to do right. gay jokes anymore. No, 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 and no, no. I know you were gonna say something. Right. I'm wa- I was waiting Wait, for you. What what kind of jokes? They they're not they making can't. any gay jokes. So hear me. Period. Out. Like no more. Hear me out. What about like? No, 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 no. Now before okay. you say anything, Burns or Colin, mm. be careful. Just... No, no, no. Fuck it. I'm not gonna be careful. <laughs> I'm not tiptoeing. Fuck that shit. Listen, <laughs> our podcast is about to get canceled. So. <laughs> hear me out. So I saw a tweet about this, and I agree with this tweet a hundred percent. When it came down to Family Guy, they roasted and made fun of everybody equally. 100%. So, why... Even God and Jesus. Why all of a sudden... <laughs> and the Grim Reaper. Why all of a sudden we, we can't make gay jokes? I, I don't get it. They, it's, it. they made fun of everybody. And when it comes down to that, I feel like that's fair. If you're, you're not, you're not going to pick and choose what yeah. you can and can't make fun of. Because next thing you know, this show's going to crash and burn. They're going to be like, oh, you're not making fun of gay people? Don't make fun of white people. Oh, you're not making fun of white or gay people? Don't make fun of Asian people. Shit like that. Like, no. If you're going to make fun of people. Sorry. I you say I Asian people? Yeah, I caught that. I, I, get, a, I get a weird slur when I, I had get... To, I had to call it out. Yeah, no, no, no. But still, it's just... Come on, man. This is why South Park exists. Because yeah, they don't give a fuck. Your family guy never gave a fuck, though. I don't understand why they're going they back that. on their shit. Them and The Simpsons. The Simpsons got rid of... um. That one character recently. I can't remember uh, his name because I don't watch The Simpsons, but they got rid of the one character. What? Yeah. The shop owner. <laughs> the fuck was his name? I don't remember oh, what race he was. wasn't he like Indian? Oh, Indian? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, they got rid of him. <laughs> We're just... Um, look, I uh, I guess they're under... I, I get where you're like, people may, be, people may feel disrespected or something like that. Like, I get it. I get it. Gays have worked really hard to get where they are now. Gays deserve all the respect that they really do, and I'm, that's so for real. That's a serious <laughs> ass statement, bro. My like, my aunts had to move out of this state because Virginia didn't allow gay people to be married and own uh, property together. Yeah, they still this don't. Shit, but they they still don't. But there's there's states out there that do. So they moved to those states, and like, I, I get they've come a long way. They have come honesty. a long way, but still. Family Guy was one of those shows where like they made fun of everyone equally, and it's like you shouldn't be offended over something that's well, literally a joke. That's where people can't get it. Like they they don't even make super offensive jokes. They just make quick jabs and call it a day. Yeah, they I mean, were, and they, they never took is, a, they never took the time to target anyone at any point. Like they, you said, yeah. they they made fun of everyone and like they put everyone but, under an umbrella. I'm just gonna put Th- out there real quick. Been, I'm sorry if I'm offended anybody. But this is just solely my opinion, 100%. This is just how I feel. This has been a problem in comedy within the last five years where a lot of people are getting backlash for saying jokes and they're like, it's a joke. It, yeah, like, yeah. Comedy is the one area where you have to push boundaries to be funny. Like that, that's Historically, comedy has always been the one that has pushed boundaries to, exactly. to do that's certain things. That's why people things. like it so much. Right. Because the, the, And if it's done right, it can be funny. Yeah, without being offensive. Yeah, they and, say I mean, comedians say things that regular people just can't say. Yeah, they're, they're <laughs> generally it's in all regular, honesty, the regular is, person's um, too scared to say. Usually, what yeah. is it? There's um, there's a comedian I watch. His name's Tom Segura. Yeah, he's con- he's been in the news a couple he's times in the last few years of saying something. Fucking hilarious! But one of the things he uh, he got last backlash for, and and in one of his specials, he made fun of a little bit was like, like a couple words you just can't say that you would just use on a daily basis. He was like can't use that's gay anymore he was like unless it's really fucking gay Mm -hmm. he was like unless there's 10 guys in a line dicking each other down (laughs) then you can say that's gay but 
uh, like you can't say like that. He was like, you can't say retarded anymore. He was like, you wouldn't even say that about people. He, you would just like see someone would just say an idea. You'd be like, that's a retarded idea. And it's like, yeah, it's like you can't say shit like that anymore. There's people I mean, get so up and all about it. And it's like, why? We're just, you know, we're just kind of kidding. I know? feel it's like it's a bit of a joke. You got to chill out, you know? I feel like, and I hope this doesn't happen, but like with the whole sensitivity thing, I, f- I, I just, I feel like comedy and a lot of other things in relation to or that might i guess more self more more or less kind of like outgrow to other things will just uh-huh. make uh, will just make everything so mundane like mm-hmm. and boring well, almost r- realistically historically speaking even within just the u.s we're probably going to swing back here within the next five or so years to being more of a less sensitive thing because something like this happened in the 90s as well where everything yeah we went through a whole oh yeah pc movement where everything had to be politically correct and we're just in that especially, right now especially it'll, with it'll rap music back. especially with oh, rap music. oh you can tell yeah some yeah. of that shit like Can't- the word the word <laughs> bitch was so yeah, yeah. like like yeah that was almost it was almost a sin in rap i music. love you bitch it's yeah. never gonna stop now. loving you yeah. bitch <laughs> 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 shit guitar in the back yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah but, but like uh, in yeah. 90s hip-hop the word bitch was like cr- like if you said that you it were was like, evil like you yeah. were awful like you hated women okay like, no, no no i get it yeah it's like uh, uh, more than likely we're probably gonna swing back soon but also i think the other issue we have right now is the vocal minority is very loud because of social mi- social media which, and the vocal minority is controlling a lot, and that's the minority. Like, I don't think the majority of people think Family Guy was fucked up for using gay jokes. No. I think that was a vocal minority, and well, vocal minorities hold a lot of power in today because you hear a, a lot of the vocal minority, and it seems like a lot. But it's because the majority of people go, oh, I'm probably in the majority on this. I don't need to say anything. Yeah. It's not that big a deal. So all you hear is the minority. Yeah. Right. Well, I think even even though you say like the local minority and all that, like, uh, I might be be translating this wrong because I'm just stupid. But you, there's even like the younger generation, like you said, has a hand on social media and all that. But there's Gen Zers, hmm? Gen Zers. Okay, and um, <laughs> there's there's even it's you. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about, bro? <laughs> He's saying so you're a Gen Z. There's the millennial generation, uh-huh. and then there's the Gen Zers. Technically, out of the three of us, you're the only Gen Zer. Me oh. and Neil would both be millennials. I don't fucking act like it's it. alright. We're the ones blamed for the country being a piece of shit. So you're welcome. Thank you. Fucking um, baby. We're doing such a great job. Yeah. But go millennials. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go ahead with your Gen um, Z. You have yourself, bro. Shut up. I don't want to agree with any of that shit. These sensitive bitches. But <laughs> um, what I was saying was like even even younger people. Um, you say they have a hand on social media, but even then, it seems like a lot of older people are starting, or even even coming out, like they they've been offended by this shit the whole time, but they just never have said anything. And it's like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like if you were bothered by it back then, why didn't you still try to say something? That and even platform then, didn't exist, which is true. It's very true. But still, you know, they found other goddamn ways to do that shit. You like know? think about it. Fifty years ago, if you had a problem with something, you legitimately had to call your congressman. Oh, How sure. many people do you know today <laughs> that have the phone number to their goddamn congressman or house representative? Yes, it don't happen. Like, no. Nah, all right. All right. Uh, but, um, social media has made it so much easier to just go, I'll just tweet at this person and tell them. Which, I mean, they have people yeah. running their social media anyway. In fact, I think there might be like two politicians that don't 
have other people running their social media, and one of them's Trump, and one of them's Oscar Cortez. I think those are the only two people that actually run their social media. But oh my god, we're not doing this. No, I'm not talking about that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but uh, oh wait, keep going. We'll segment to this in a minute. Okay, yeah. So I, I think it's it's just made it so much easier for people to get their voices heard with social media, which is a good thing. Don't get me wrong; it's a great thing. But the it, it vocal comes, minority can be loud. It, it, that's when it comes down to it can be a negative thing as well. It, it's yeah. a double edged no, sword. Sure. It is for sure. Yeah, yeah. for sure, hundred well, percent. Because not only do you get to hear all the great things you see, but you also get to see like fucking people be racist on social media. So yeah, or it, it's it, the internet is a double edged sword. Like know, people are out here getting cyberbullied to the point where they're committing suicide i think that's a fucking problem okay so real quick about that i think that's fucked up 100 percent. that like and then it's really fucked up when people go oh just walk away from your screen like don't get me wrong that's not yes yeah that's an that's an easy solution sure but what happens when you walk back to the computer exactly like yes that's not even a fair thing that is quote-unquote the easy solution but when it comes down to it it's never that easy that's like telling someone back in the day way before the internet or anything like that oh just walk away from your bully you telling me that shit fucking work? No. That's when you get hit yeah. with a rock in the back of the head. Yeah, not even that. That's when you get a fistful in the back of your head, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's not you know, fair. Yeah. For, to tell someone to walk away from the phone or things like that. Uh, Tyler Creator's tweet about cyberbullying fucking cracks me up. Right, Tyler Creator's thing cracked me up, though, bro. Well, he, you, m- you mind if I read it? Go ahead, yeah. How the fuck is cyberbullying real? <laughs> <laughs> nigga, just walk away from the screen. Like, nigga, close your eyes. Oh, so, my see, God. Right there. Yeah, just That's go to joke. sleep. That's funny. Oh, it's a good None thing I read it. Offended. I do 100% take that as a joke, because Tyler, <laughs> the creator, is, is generally wild. It is a joke, but like, bro. nowadays, if some if he tweeted that shit, it would not go well. But if she got tweeted so three days ago. That, what the fuck you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> but still, like, for real, if that shit get, got tweeted not too long ago. Like let's say it was like three weeks ago. You almost not remember the shit that's how the creator went through. What you mean? Do you remember those Mountain Dew commercials that he directed? The uh, two that actually got released. Uh, yeah, actually I do. So know it was quite no. a few years ago now. Tyler the yeah. Creator got picked up by Mountain Dew to direct some commercials for them. It was a series of commercials, and they were going to be like a story. The first one was this old lady in like a basically a Seven Eleven, like buying something, and this goat like knocks her out like bumps into her and then like steals the mountain dew and leaves i remember that the second commercial was the old lady at a police station looking at a lineup and it was a bunch of dudes standing in a lineup and then the goat Uh uh-huh people took offense to the fact that all the dudes standing in the lineup were black males oh god damn it and there was this one i I don't remember what's what college this guy was a professor but there was this one professor that came at it like hard about how it was super racist and how it was fucked up and Tyler the creator was like are you fucking kidding me <laughs> like we're both black men and you're tearing something I'm doing down like those are all my friends like they're in all my music videos I do everything with them like those are my friends I'm trying to get them in yeah, the yeah. limelight and you want to accuse me of being racist yeah that's true like yeah. it was super fucked up and they could not air the rest of the commercials nope damn yeah, kind of so like, sucks. Kyle, Ty, Tyler Crater went through some shit back then because I mean that was a big opportunity for him to direct some commercials for a huge brand. Yeah, and I'm for excited. for someone to tear it down like that, even well, though he's like trying to help his buddies out. Like, don't remember, I get, I I understand it. If it was a white dude directing, he put a bunch of black dudes in the lineup. Like, yeah, right. be, I can see this being kind of racist, especially if the guy had a little bit of a past of it. But for him to go, 
these are my fucking friends and I'm trying to get them on TV so people can see their faces basically shouting them out. Like, come on, dude. And like, even when he announced this stuff, you still were like attacking him for it and saying how awful it was, how horrible it was. Yeah, like, yeah. bro, obviously the guilty one was the fucking goat. Okay, I'm going to play devil's advocate. You ready? Yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So, I understand your point fully. You know, it's his friends. Yeah. yeah. Like, you, like I'm pretty sure, I, I don't remember the commercial vividly, but I know he's close with, like, Taco and, uh, what's the other, basically everyone from Wolfgang. Yeah, it, it was, it was like, like French Frank Ocean. Friend that, that weren't even, like, some of the rappers. It was literally just friends that he grew up with type of stuff. Okay, regardless. So... Me playing devil's advocate, I'm thinking, mm-hmm. and you're 100% right. I'm only saying this for the sake of the- For the other side, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I understand where the guy was coming from and the fact that it came off as racist. I completely understand that because it was all black. Yeah, men. I was just going to say, like, if, the if yes, he's a, he was, it's a black director. He's putting his, his friends on the lineup and everything like that to get them some limelight. But wouldn't, like, if it was me, right- isn't it safe to assume that people would look at it and be like, "Oh, this is racist"? No what? matter, no, like the no matter the color of my skin, like mm-hmm. when you wouldn't it be safe to think that if you put this and air it on TV for everyone to see, like multiple people are going to look at it and be like, "This is a little odd." I mean, sure, really? but and I get that. But if you watch a police show and they go like, "Oh, the victim was a five ten white male," and they show a police lineup, it's going to be a bunch of dudes that are around five foot ten and are white. <laughs> So, it's like even then, the nature of police lineups are discriminatory to start with so because the person's giving a description. But the problem was is that the description was it's a goat and an animal and not a person, and it was a bunch of black males, and that's where the okay. problem arises. Okay, okay, okay. It's so like just to kind of argue your devil's advocate point. Yeah, also, yeah, yeah. it was like that's where the problem was for a lot of people that were calling the commercials out. But okay, fair so enough. I can see where it can be a little racist. Like I get it, but at the same time. This is just on like a director's standpoint, not more of the video itself. But I mean, if it's the director's standpoint, it's in but, no way in ra- no way racist. But no, but you're he telling was, me no one should be racist. You're yeah. telling me that if a white director did this with a bunch of white people, no one would bat an eye. For good reason. I just want to put that out there. Like, there's a reason for that. Yeah, but mm-hmm. s- still, w- why does it matter? If if Tyler the Creator did it with his black friends, and I get it, I hundred percent get where the guy was coming from, but that's stupid. Doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. You know, you ha- you do the same thing with a white director, a bunch of white people, no one about to eye shit. If you did it with Tyler the Creator and he did it with a bunch of white people, no one would bat a fucking eye. Yeah. It's just stupid. very true. It's- you got people got to get that shit out of their mind. You know. He one hundred percent, and they should have known that shit was not in any way, shape, or form to be racist. It was just no. meant to be a funny commercial mm-hmm. and call it a day. Yeah, and I wish we would have seen the rest of them too, because they never. I think the only two that aired were the first two. I don't think any of them. The third one may have aired. I don't one hundred percent remember. Maybe, but I know for a fact the first two aired, and it was the second one that caused all the backlash. Which, like yeah, I said, yeah. it sucks because that was a big break for Tyler Creator. Because before oh, then, yeah. like, like yeah, Yonkers was out, and he won. What he win? Like a MTV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Award for y- for Yonkers, yeah, like which went, was a great video, by the way. It was a great video. It was fucked up when he ate that cockroach, though. Yeah, like, fucking that, weird. But he, I don't think he actually ate it. 
that cockroach was in his fucking mouth. <laughs> I don't think he actually. You're right. Was. He may have put it in his mouth and then spit it out, but that cockroach was in his fucking mouth. They could have shit, shit on his tongue. That shit freaked me out when I saw it the first time. That's a great video and a great song. But yeah, I think he won New Artist of the Year. He did. I think um, it's the award he won. He did. Look at us. Look at so, us. We're killing it. I hate to switch up topics. No, go, go for it. I'm going to switch up topics to your expertise, of course. Fuck. But. Of course, I'm bringing it up because I just got a couple texts about it from my family. He pointed to me when he said expertise. It's just your expertise. But I just wanted to point this out because we were going to talk about this anyway. Sports. Yeah, yeah. As of right now, it's Sunday. It's yeah, football. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And. That's right. Your family's so Patriots fans. F- family's a Patriots fan. The Patriots game was playing today. Let me go to ESPN. Apparently, shit got crazy. Of course it did. Uh, they see. went into overtime. Oh. And the Patriots won last minute. Oh, yeah. They won to know. So, for me. On my end, the Rams won their game. Well, the Rams might. Win no, the Rams game. won. The they, Rams they won, won in overtime. They already won, right? Yeah. Both so, teams went to overtime. That's crazy. They both went into overtime. Ooh, okay. So my uncle Jason bring us else. is a huge Rams fan, and my dad is a fucking giant Patriots fan. Can I be at your house to watch the Super Bowl? I I'm, <laughs> I hope you guys know I'm going to cancel every plans I have to go watch the Super Bowl with my dad and my uncle Jason. Please let me go. This shit's going to be so much <laughs> fucking please fun. Please let me go. Please let me go. No joke. Dude, it's a big deal. I don't think you guys understand how big of a deal this is. So, one, Hit the it. Rams beat New Orleans in New Orleans. That okay. is crazy, actually. Yeah. That was the first time I was like... I, it might be since like 2006 or so. it's been a long time since the away team won in a conference championship. Okay. You are too the hyped Patriots right now. <laughs> beat, I'm, very I'm very excited about but, this. <laughs> so the Rams went in New Orleans. The Patriots beat the Chiefs in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. So two away teams won the conference championship. I honestly don't know when the last year that happened was. Like that could have been a that could have been before we were born. Honestly, I do not recall the last time two away teams won the conference championship games in the same year. That's so true. first of all, that's a big deal. Second of all, the last time these two teams played in the Super Bowl was when it was the Rams with the greatest show on turf. You want to talk about one of the greatest NFL offenses of all time? It was the greatest show on turf. Are you kidding me? Marshall Falk was a fucking beast back then. <laughs> and they went into that game and they lost. And you want to know why allegedly they lost? Why? Because the Patriots cheated. That was one of the first oh, footballs whole, of that era. That whole football thing? Yeah. That was, no, 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 no. That's, right before that. That was Allegedly, like a years ago. Allegedly, the okay, Patriots okay. had, like, recordings of the Rams practicing, so they knew all their signals and that all was this a, stuff before the game started. That was a big thing back then. I remember Literally, that. literally every Super Bowl the Patriots have won. There's always oh, been some conspiracy uh, about them cheating. For, yeah, for every Super Bowl the Patriots have won with Tom Brady at quarterback, there has always been yeah. a conspiracy behind it. On how they were "quote unquote" cheating to win. So, so yeah. this is a very big deal for the Rams, and I love Sean McVay, former Redskins offensive coordinator, Redskins fan. I want to see him succeed. I'm happy he's over there. Um, so I'm, I'm glad. I want to see the Super Bowl. I'm actually excited. I'm very excited, but I'm going to give my pointers real quick about one the conspiracies. First things first, the one about the deflated footballs. They cheated deliberately. Deliberately. Okay. I'm not going to make my statement. No, 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 go ahead. Make your stupid comment. Make your comment. <laughs> make your comment because I'm going to destroy it and <laughs> I want to hear what you say. You are. And mine's kind of bullshit. So go ahead. Go for it. definitely going to debunk it. Go but, for it. So um, one thing is, is from what I remember looking up, again, my memory is a little fuzzy. and I don't feel like looking it up right now, was that either way the balls would de- be deflated, period. 
because they were going from a uh, room temperature to what well, it was fucking snowing if i remember correctly during mm. the super bowl either way that would deflate any ball no so the problem what. was is that the balls were deflated in the game before that against there the colts go. as there well yeah also uh-huh. just to you know mm-hmm. to argue the, the crazy person side of it because i love this argument no i mean um you like, probably like, are right you're probably no, no, no. right i don't necessarily believe this but okay. this is just one of the points i remember distinctly from the situation was okay. people were like when you use peds performance enhancing drugs you are deliberately cheating uh-huh. to make yourself better at the sport and benefiting yourself. Oh, yeah. okay. The distinction is that you're benefiting yourself. When you inject your ass with horse hormones to make yourself stronger <laughs> and heal faster, what you're not f- hurting anybody around you. <laughs> <laughs> what the just, fuck? Just that keep was listening. a joke. Just keep that listening. was a joke. That was a joke. They don't use horse hormones for Good, because I'm not into football like that. So for no, you to they, mention they, that, they don't I'm really thinking use... literal, like, they sit in there and no, stick no, in their ass with needles and shit. They don't, use, they don't use horse hormones anymore. It's all I bet. Anyway, you benefit yourself. You're uh-huh. cheating to make yourself stronger. Okay. The deflated footballs not only benefited Brady, but hurt the opposing team. So one of the arguments was that deflating the footballs was more cheating than taking steroids. And if that's not like, that's a, I, that's I'm, a, I'm fully that's behind the fact that, that they cheated and they broke the rules and yeah, they shouldn't have done it. And like, it was the situation surrounding it that was a problem. Where like Brady yeah. destroyed his phone to not give up text messages, like that was really fucking shady. Wait, he did that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was a big. I deal. didn't hear about that. No way. No, no. There was text <laughs> messages between him he's and the guilty. equipment. Oh, he's he was. guilty. Hundred <laughs> percent. No, no. They were hundred percent. He's guilty, bro. Yeah, bro. No, yeah, yeah. no, no. I changed my mind. He's guilty, bro. You know, they <laughs> cheated. Like he destroyed That's his good. phone to not have to share text messages between him and the equipment manager saying, "Yeah, go ahead and do it." Like it was, they they definitely cheated, but oh, it, yeah. it wasn't the degree that people claim. Like a few psi is gonna make the ball easier to grip and throw, sure. And yeah, Tom Brady's getting kind of old, so I'm sure it did help him a little bit. Yeah, but not to the degree where it would win him a Super Bowl. No, I do think the deflated footballs got taken out of hand. It was just it was the thing that it was the Patriots was where it got caught. Yes, because once again they We've got been... caught in a cheating scandal because yeah. it's not the first time. It's not. Every time they win a Super Bowl, I mean, I feel like something a couple, happens. I feel like a couple of our like cheating scandals might be false, but the no, one no, no, no. with the deflated footballs, no, that shit probably no, did right. happen. Y'all literally sent people to practice stadiums to take photos of play calls. Yeah, that's like, just that's fucked up. Fucked up. Yeah, it's fucked up. <laughs> like y'all literally won three Super Bowls doing that. Go Pats. Anyway, um, that was the Eagles. I know. That's my thing. Yeah, yeah, y'all are great people. Y'all are, <laughs> dude. Philadelphia. <laughs> Philadelphia yeah, yeah. did not hold a function for a fucking week. No, no. They, their fans, I, I love them. <laughs> I, like, I've dealt with them a lot. Just growing up in D.C., you, you're you're surrounded by Cowboys and Eagles and Steelers and Patriots fans. It's like, I, I've dealt with all these fans as a Redskins fan. Yeah, and they're like, Eagles so, fans are by far head and shoulders above everybody else for the terms of bullshit them and the bills oh are probably Lord. close you're about to get some people mad yeah. bro. like i'm not trying to because I, <laughs> I love them if people are <laughs> like i love them because the shit that they do is insane like their stadium legitimately had jail cells in it at one point because at home they were doing crazy shit that they had to be locked up yeah like are you fucking kidding me bro like I didn't really? know that. I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, they, they were. Yeah, Lincoln Field. They Lincoln wild. Field had cells underneath it to put people in when they was getting too wild at games. Bro, they literally put batteries and snowballs and threw them at opposing players. Like, are you serious? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. So. Snow, Santa, you know, 
holiday season come around, the football teams usually bring Santa out to go around, right? It's cool for the kids. Yeah, yeah. Not nah, Eagles fans threw snowballs at Santa, bro. That's dope. Santa. <laughs> like, that's fucked but, up. So I had to cut this short. Um, we're like a solid hour plus in. Yeah. So yeah, sure. this is good. This is good. But I I don't want to keep going on. But I do want to do something real quick okay. since we are on sports. I do want us to give our predictions for the Super Bowl. I do oh want yeah, us I'm down for that. You can't ask me that. I'll do that. <laughs> I'll do it. So <laughs> I'll do it. I'm very excited. So we have the. Rams and Patriots playing at, I believe, what is Atlanta's new stadium, which I also believe is still Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Cool as fucking dome. Well, okay, the second coolest fucking dome in the NFL. The way the roof works is badass as fuck, but Minnesota's is still a lot cooler because they're like whole outside's fucking glass, and they use real grass, and they, they <laughs> use they use trucks to tow their field out from underneath the stadium Josh, so they can water Josh, you know too much. It. You know way too bro, much. Bro, it's so fucking cool, bro. The stadium <laughs> is so dope. But yeah, so like Minnesota still uses real grass in a dome because These they tow it out from underneath. Shut the Get fuck back up. on topic. Anyway, back, back. So it's in Atlanta. Uh, realistically speaking, I believe that's probably closer to St. Louis than New England and Boston. I'm not 100% sure. But I think it is. Either way, it's still going to be a big turnout from both fans because it's like even distance i think we're going to see a big turnout for both teams i think i think the rams win 35 to 27 oh you think it's that big yes okay oh <laughs> um, i have faith in my boy mcveigh i okay it's so this is where for me at least becomes difficult because this is this is a family shit I can't, right here i can't wait to hear how yeah, the Patriots you, cheat wait this yeah year. be oh, careful what your answer is oh bro i'm so excited you i can't go to your dad or your uncle. wait I will yeah. take off that fucking night to just watch the Super Bowl with my family. I'll fucking do it. I want to. I want to. Well, be I, I just want to know what your predictions are. Considering yeah, so, your score. Like... so here's the thing: is I haven't kept up with football too much this year, but I 100 what I do know is the Rams have been fucking killing it this year. Mm-hmm. The Rams 13 and three. They're now 15 and three. Yeah, they're fucking doing fantastic. This is the best I've seen them since I've known my uncle Jason. Like being, they he's been fans with them since he was a kid. But this is the best that I've at least seen. This is the best they've been since the early 2000s. Yeah. When the greatest show on turf ended. So, I love the Patriots because, you know, born and raised. My dad, he did that. Brainwashed me. And um, (laughs) my honest, my, my, my gut wants to say the Rams. But my brain is like, no, you got to go for the Patriots. So, if we're being honest, I feel like it's going to be a fucking history. It's going to be Throw a history of a game. Give us the score. What's the score? Who's winning? You said you want to make predictions. I made mine. Oh, man. 35-27 um, Rams win. I don't think it's going to be that high. I bet Jared Goff throws for 323 yards with two touchdowns and one interception. And Todd Gurley's going to rush for about 87 <laughs> yards. I'm not with going that deep. A touchdown or two. <laughs> CJ Anderson is probably going to have 42, 44 yards. I'm not going that deep, fam. Nah, bro. We out here making predictions, bro. Listen. I'm betting it's the spread. Is the coin toss going to be heads or tails, <laughs> Wait, motherfucker? You guys, you guys want to Y'all want to bet on this? That's a good pick. Y'all want to bet on this? No. I can't I can't bet on this shit. I don't have money, but also it's oh. family. <laughs> okay, fair, 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 fair. But, I'll bet on the spread. Um, <laughs> oh, don't. You can't ask me to bet. I don't know shit about football. So, honestly... I want to say the Patriots will win, but give us a score. I will go with the Rams. I'm going to say Rams will win probably 26, 27 to probably 20. So you're going 27 to 20. Yeah, 100%. Okay. Rams up by touchdown for basically both of us. Okay. Yeah, because that's always what happens with us. 
If, okay. if 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 an opposing team gets that touchdown in that last quarter, it just seems like we just can't do it now. Tom Brady's great in the last two minutes of a game. He is, but these past this this past season, he's been choking. It's because he's old. Yeah, he he's is. losing. He's it. showing it. Yeah. He's honestly losing it. So that's what I'm saying. If the Rams, the fourth quarter, get that last touchdown, twenty-seven twenty. I like to point out, we will choke. You guys. Yeah, we got. If we get if we get beat by the Rams, I hope you do. Our career is over. No, it's not. It, Bill, no, Bill Belichick, still Bill Belichick. Tom Brady, still Tom Brady. But, but we'll never hear the up. end of it. We'll never hear the end. Y'all of it. fucked up because yeah. y'all traded yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo away, and that guy was your future. <laughs> and if you'd have kept him when Tom Brady left, you'd still be in good shape. But oh, no, yeah. Tom Brady had to be whatever. Number I'm not going go to go into that. Number one. Anyway, but, can we move on? So let's move on. You know music. what I want to talk about? Let's move. Yeah, let's, let's talk about music. I think we should start with the new albums first. Okay, that's fair. Go. Uh, the Wizard what? by Future. Great uh, album. Listen. I felt like it was okay. It felt like a Future album. This is my well, opinion. It, 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 great it was, in Future standards. It was just. You a, think it was great in Future? See, I think it was okay in Future nah, standards. If we're talking about album wise, it's just okay. If we're talking about Future, it, it's just another album. I don't there's think nothing was. to go home. There's there's no like, oh, I'll listen to it on a daily basis. Let, or let like, me, let me, I can go let me, back and listen to it multiple times and hear something different every time. I listened to it twice. I heard what I needed to hear. And there it wasn't, wasn't like, bad. There wasn't a standout song for me either. No, yeah, no, no, no. It no, was just a future it, album, you know? I guess for me, individually, okay. a standout song would be Crushed Up. But ultimately, I have to agree. It wasn't like... It wasn't like a uh, a fifty six nights or anything or like that, DS2 like they, like that. yeah, or DS two or anything like that. Like no, you're right. It wasn't a standout album. It was a future album. It was still a good album because because oh, future. Yeah, yeah. It, but it yeah. felt like songs that he had left over to throw on a project. Oh yeah, like throwaway like, songs. Yeah. yeah, like I feel like there's the songs that missed out on other albums, or he's got another album coming out later this year that. These were just songs that he knew wasn't going to make the cut. He put a lot of songs on there, though. It was 20, and that's why I feel like that, because 20 songs, like most albums today for a lot of these people, 12 to 15. Yeah. Like, Keith dropped his album, which was 12, which was awful. <laughs> there, was like, there was like one song on there that I really liked, and it was a song with Gucci. Outside of that, like that album's just not yeah. great. YNW Melly's tracks got like two or three songs out of the 12 or 15 it had. Honestly, mm-hmm. wouldn't even recommend it um logic dropped a single i'm not a logic I don't fan know if you guys i didn't I know, listen to it either of y'all are logic you, fans yeah you know i'm not i don't listen to logic uh, I think, bro i'm tired i don't well, need to listen to rap for homeboy to preach at me it wasn't a preach <laughs> uh single though he was just spitting bars it was a good song that's all i gotta really say about it i enjoyed it i'll I check definitely it out later. go back and I, I, listen I, might to it. Check, I might definitely check uh, it out i'll check it out later it's called keanu reeves what uh, the, the, the yeah the album covers Fucking dope! It's like a skull. So it's with not just Keanu like, Reeves. It just got a skull with like fucking Wait, wires plugged into the back. It should have been a vampire. Head. What's the song name? Keanu Reeves. Isn't that an actor? John yeah. Wick? yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. 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 Yeah. Wick, or and you know, he just, the Matrix. I think. I think the whole thing of it is that he murders the track, quote unquote. I think. And I think that's what he's trying to get. And he did. Oh. He did. He did. He did a decent job. I think it's. It's definitely Logic's flow, which he don't give. Me, he has a really great flow. He knows how to do it. Um. It I was think I might. I, enjoyed I think it. I might give Logic a chance. Honestly, I've listened to a lot of his music. I've been right. shitting on him. I've, listened, I've been shitting on him and so a lot of like biracial. I, I was jokes. never one to like shit on him. I just his music like was preach. never towards me, and a lot of his music is very fucking preachy. Like, so if you don't want any preachy shit, this is my opinion, and I understand the preachy shit gets a little annoying after a while. Listen to Bobby Tarantino. 
you know um, you know who propelled his career? And this is gonna sound wild, but you know who really helped propel Logic's career? Who? FaZe Clan. Who? FaZe, the sniping clan. What? Oh, yeah. Because back no, in the day, are you talking about? Are you talking no, back in the day? That's how he got video games. Yeah. Because he allowed FaZe Clan to use his songs and their YouTube videos, that's, and their YouTube videos yeah. were pulling out millions of views every time they release one. That's no joke. I remember that he like, talked bro, about like, that. Like, even now today, like he'll show up at the Phase House that they have, and just he gives chill some shoutouts on like, the radio channel every once in a yeah, while yeah. when they'll, they'll ask him, like, you know, how this all start, and he's like, "Hey, shout out to them. Mm-hmm. They, they got my starting. No joke." Yeah, yeah. He they, they got it. his he's, music in front of people, which is wild. But. It's dope for him to actually like admit that. Oh, too. he's humble. He's humble as fuck about yeah. it. Yeah, no, he seems like a good person, which I think is part of the problem. Is like he just great preaches person. a lot in his rap. Like he's literally got one song that's all about quitting smoking cigarettes. And he's just like preaching know. about how you should quit. So smoking. does Ugly God. Stop smoking black and mouths. But I promise you, it's not preachy. It's a dope song. It's just funny. <laughs> it's just. I love that song. Stop smoking black and mouths. This shit nasty. I just think it's like wild. This shit like, funny. Like a lot of his music comes off as preachy, and I don't listen to hip hop to get preach that. If does that makes sense? No, 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 yeah, 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 no, yeah. It makes perfect up. sense. There's a couple of songs I do enjoy that are, are a little preachy, but if you don't want no preachy shit, you just want good flow, good bars. Bobby Tarantino's good like that. The single forty four bars, forty four more. Those are both just just straight up songs where he just gets on the track and just spits have, shit. He's no preachy, nothing like that. Have you guys heard what like some of the other criticism is against Logic? Uh, no. Biracial. So, so yeah, so you know like how a lot of his music <laughs> about him being biracial, <laughs> and people are like. Bro, you look like a white dude. Oh, okay. Like, how, how are you rapping about How many times have I told you, when, when, talked like, to you about yeah, that? Yeah, so... Like, nobody I knows. So, <laughs> I think that's so funny. I think it's hilarious, too. Like, a lot of people call him out on that, too. Like, how do you... What? Like, you look like a white dude. Like, I nobody mean, knows you're biracial unless you bring it up. But, I mean, I think it's weird that on the track, he, he raps about it. I mean, I get if in person... He raps somebody, about it a lot. He does. Well, like, that's his, because his, I feel like... His back, whole last album was about that. I feel like <laughs> like the whole album. Bro. This is just me. And How do you I, make a whole album about being biracial? But <laughs> I'm I f- fucking dead. Uh, what okay. are you talking about? You talking about Young Sinatra? Because that shit was good. That didn't have a lot of. I heard it was shit. really good. Young I mean, Sinatra I heard it was good. But all of his Young Sinatra shit, like back when he was like just on mixtapes, like on uh Daft Punk or what's that? What's that? Is that was that? Is that right? Daft Punk. Uh, I might be, the two no, DJs that have been around since like 1945. No, no, no. What's that uh, one? <laughs> this is a little far back, but. Dat Piff. <laughs> I get you. you know, Dat Piff? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. DatPiff.com. That's yeah, not Shut up! <laughs> anyway. Bro, I remember, I remember when you download a song off of LimeWire and that should be like, <laughs> Dat Piff exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no. Like, oh the fuck, they play this shit like at the beginning of the song, like you halfway should... through the song here. Dat Piff exclusive. Like, bro, yeah, what, like, chill out, bro. Like, you know I get how, it. You know how annoying that was trying to download music and, and you in don't the middle. That? Yes, yeah. bro. Oh my god. All the Bow Wow's music had that Dat Piff shit, bro. I'm telling you. <laughs> Bow Wow. But um, I'm, no. I miss LimeWire. Um, his I don't. <laughs> shit was Virus Central. Although the great thing about LimeWire, and this is this is an era of music that I think a lot of people forget about. The LimeWire era was the era where there was Alvin and the Chipmunks remixes of every goddamn song on the planet. I yeah. wanted to kill myself. <laughs> Bro. Oh, my God. There's uh, there's an Alvin and the Chipmunks remix of, uh, what is it, uh, Because I Got High? Yep. And it's <laughs> fucking phenomenal. It's, it's like one of the ones that's actually enjoyable because it just sounds ridiculous. But, yeah, we lived through that. But, um... But to, to end on I logic... I can't wait to tell my grandkids about the Alvin and the Chipmunks songs. Nope. 
We're not doing that. I'm but have to, a whole CD and everything. To, you have a gun? I have a whole iPod. <laughs> you have a gun? What? <laughs> Do you have a gun? <laughs> no, it's not here. It's <laughs> right, cool. not here. But um, to end, to end this uh, logic, new single, pretty good. We recommend. Result. You don't want no preacher shit. Listen to Bobby Tarantino one and two. Uh, maybe go listen back to his mixtapes with uh, it's called they're called Young Sinatras. Those are really good. His one album, Welcome to Forever, is actually not that bad either. The first song, literally called Welcome to Forever, uh, I fucking love that song. It's really good. But all in all, not bad. But what I want to talk about, I was about to say, I think we want to talk about the same person because there was a new Seven single that came out by Ariana Grande. It's a new single, <laughs> killing that shit, bro. She out right. here, bro. Right, he's kind of. Look at him. That's my face. bitch. All right. You obviously so, a big Ariana Grande fan. Uh, listen, I loved Ariana Grande when she released her first goddamn single when she was on goddamn Victorious. I love that shit. People talk shit. Nah, I had that shit on my iPod. I still have that shit on my iPod, bro. That's kind of far back. That's far back. That shit was fire, bro. Now die, she releasing this die fire. Die hard. Die hard bro. Ariana bro. fan. Apparently. You standing over Ariana? Oh, I stand her when I saw her on Victorious. No joke. 100%. Okay. That's facts. Can we just move on to the song? Okay, so... I feel uncomfortable. (laughs) But... (laughs) (laughs) But in all seriousness, Seven Rings was pretty fucking good. I like it. Almost died. (laughs) It'll be fun. I like it. I... Do we want to play any snippets? Yes, no, maybe? I think we just talk about the lyrics. Uh, where do you want to start you, off? Hey, you know, uh, yeah, play a little snippet of it. Where, where do you want to start? A beginning, middle, end? It's up to you. It's your topic, bro. <sighs> well, yeah, it's, it's not really you. my topic. He wants to talk about the lyrics. I do want to talk know. about. I want to go. We all do. See, I, I have so much. To, I have so much shit to say about this. That's why I want to know. Just cue it from the beginning. Let it roll for a minute. All right, we'll let it roll. Tiffany's and bottles of bubbles Girls with tattoos who like getting in trouble Lashes and diamonds, ATM machines Buy myself all of my favorite things Been through some bad shit, I should be a savage Who would've thought it turned me to a savage? Rather be tied up with calls and my strings Write my own checks like I write what I sing, Okay. Alright, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and I'm not gonna sit here and lie to myself, man. That's a good song. It is, it is. There's a lot of shit that I could talk about referring to the song. But it's not a bad song. No, I I like I said, I like it. Yeah. I like it. It's something that I, I could listen to. If someone puts it on in the car, I'm not gonna hit it. I'm not gonna talk yeah. shit about it. Yeah. I like it. Um I think alright. First of all, shout out to the sound of music. No, shout thing. out to Soldier Boy. Oh, we're gonna okay, talk I'm about talking about the initial part of the song. But we're not talking about Soulja Boy per, per se, but can we just can we just he say that Pretty Boy Swag? Yeah, there pretty we go. Boy, I got, swag. I got screenshots pretty by the way. Boy, swag. If you want me to read it, anyways. <laughs> I got screenshots from Soldier Boy. I don't think we need it. Bro, he straight up said you a thief. Oh, like, we, don't, <laughs> we don't. We don't need the screenshots. We don't need them. No, no, no. Like, he straight up, literally, one of the tweets that. was, you a thief at Ariana Grande. Bro, yeah. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. But I guess my problem with that, 
how many people have ripped off that flow That's, in the last yeah. 10 years like oh. i don't think she's the only one i think it's kind of shady that you you calling her out on it but not no, anybody else the, well here's the thing the timing was really really bad in terms of in terms of soldier boy accusing her for that only off the simple fact that of course, there was a lot of interviews prior where Soulja yeah, yeah. Boy was like, like accusing Drake of it. And yeah, all well, yeah. yeah, accusing Drake of going like you know stealing bars from him, like literally stealing bars. Yeah, like full lines. But Drake's been accused of that more than once now. He was accused by that of Soulja Boy and X. Right, but then right after it's like, okay, and, yeah, and then, then the Ari- comes out. Yeah, and then the song comes out, and it kind of sounds similar. It's and just Soulja Boy just been in the news a lot the last two months. So oh yeah, for sure. But the timing, like I said, it was bad. In terms of, like I said, the Soldier Boy in with her dropping that song and the timing, Soldier Boy had the perfect opportunity to attack Ariana Grande. Oh yeah. Obviously, it wasn't needed. A lot of people go out of their way to to I wouldn't even say steal the flow, but j- they it's a common flow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's Especially a very with common like flow. trap music, it's a very common yeah. in the trap world. Like walk it like I talk it by Migos, which was the biggest song arguably of the year last year. Yeah. That's that flow. Soulja yeah. Boy didn't yeah. call Migos out on it though. Exactly. I think so. And Migos didn't call Ariana Grande out on it. I think it's ridiculous that. No, I don't think they have what, the time. She just showed me. I mean, that's true too. They 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 wild. <laughs> yeah. I think it's ridiculous that uh, what she just showed me was that both Soldier Boy and even Two Chains have called her out on it, and it's yeah. like. And Two Chains got it from Soldier Boy. You know, you know, it's just because I don't, I don't know. I feel like they're just like kind of mad that she's getting so big over this. Like she's already been big, period. But this shit blew up on day one every single she has released so far has been big on day one and i feel like artists are looking at this and they're like all right what can i do to get into this what can i do to get into this hype i have a serious question okay serious question and i haven't mentioned this question on either of you two even before when we kind of briefly talked about this off off mic what's up do you think this is cultural appropriation Ooh. uh what do you mean so She's cultural appropriation is generally somebody from outside a culture, in this case hip hop, somebody who never grew up in hip hop, somebody who's never rapped or done anything like that, okay. uses it to boost their career, which right now hip hop is a big thing in pop music. Yeah. It, it's it's what's oh, killing yeah. the charts. Drake is yeah, yeah, for at sure. the top of the charts for sure. Oh yeah. Do you think this is cultural appropriation? Yes. 100%. Um, no, yeah. I do. I don't know. It is. Because he, he and I see the argument from both sides. First and foremost, I see the argument from both sides, and just argue against it to be to begin with, against the cultural appropriation to okay. begin with. The music industry right now is run by hip hop. Yeah. So everybody's doing it, not just her. For her to just kind of go and use a flow from a hip hop song, is she really biting into the hip hop culture to do that? Is she targeting people in? Who listen to hip hop to pull them in, or is she using hip hop to benefit her career even more? Like, is this song going to get her bigger than she was before? No. So that that's argument against it being culture appropriation. To, to say to, that she's getting bigger than before, no, because I'm of the song, that, because, right? No. And that's generally when culture appropriation is so is accused in a thing. It's when you're using it to make yourself bigger than before. So real quick, Amia's gonna be talking on this. Real yeah. quick, she got some tips that she wants to say. Okay. So this is just in the topic of it possibly being a cultural appropriation. Okay. It's Shoot. not based off of the fact that 
um, she's using, you know, like a hip hop flow or anything like that. It's more what people have been, what she's been getting backlash about on Twitter and stuff like that, especially has been more about the lyrics in the song. Mm-hmm. Um, that, coming that, a lot from usually like black female culture and the, stuff the like that. The line about the hair is a big exactly. thing Exactly, right and she even yeah. posted on an Instagram story yep, about Yep, I'm glad it. you she bring that like, up. You like my hair? Gee, thanks. Just bought it. White women talking about their weaves is how we're going to solve racism. And she got a ton of backlash yes, for that. Yes, she did. Because that is super fucked up. And I was going to bring that up next. Yeah. So I'm glad you did. Okay, cool. She deleted that already, first and foremost. She literally posted Wait. that and deleted it within minutes. She, it was like instantly people popped off. About I didn't it. hear you fully about the comment she made referring to it. Can someone just repeat it right quick? Yeah. So, she, uh, so what she said exactly was she said um, she quoted the lyric where she was talking about it and then she said white women talking about their weaves is how we're going to solve racism. E. Yeah. Exactly. That that post was a bad post. That's a terrible in, idea. Yeah, and that in combination with the fact that she's already been getting backlash over the last couple of years about, you know, using more vernacular that's not common in Italian white women and her self-tanner becoming increasingly darker and stuff like that to the point where people are shocked to find out that she's white. That in combination with the song Mm -hmm. is why a lot of people are saying that it's cultural appropriation and that perhaps it shouldn't be as big as it is. Mm -hmm. That's tough. Yeah, I was was gonna bring that Instagram post up next. Okay, I have, let me just say this. I don't know if y'all notice Ariadne Grande is from Broward. Like, South Florida, Broward, that's literally where I'm from. So it's like, to say, I'm, I'm having a hard time saying that it is cultural appropriation. The only thing I can say, which is obviously, like, it's damn near a fact. That line and that comment, obviously that's, it's touchy. It's something she probably shouldn't have said because she's getting a lot of backlash Agreed. for it. That part in itself might be considered cultural appropriation, right? The song, if that's what you were asking about, the song itself, if she's using it, whether or not, if she's using it to, to up herself, um, and, and would you, would you consider it culture? I can't, I can't straight up say yes. Only off the simple fact that, like I said, I know she's from Broward. That doesn't really tell me whether or not she listens to that type of music Mm -hmm, or not, mm -hmm. but I know like she, I know that. Or at least I'm assuming that she's grown up around that area. She's experienced and been around um, a lot of... Yeah, it, it could be that that's the nature of the environment that she grew up in. Right, which is like, which is all in fair. Like, if yes. that's where you grew up and that's what you've learned since... Since birth. Because, like, since for instance, birth, me and Colin are from Virginia. We're both from Virginia. Right. We're both completely different just because of where I grew up. Way that's what I'm different. <laughs> I mean... We get along, but yeah, but like I, says, I grew up, never heard some of it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, like, is it? Would you consider it cultural appropriation if you know or assume that from where she's from and that's she's been around that kind of thing? Mm-hmm. Would you consider it then a cultural appropriation See, for her to use if, that? If that's the case, and you consider it cultural appropriation for her, just common term for people who use it as culture vultures. It's the right. common term like, today. If you, you, you see, could accuse, you could accuse Eminem. Of being a culture vulture, you could accuse yep. MGK. Based on my theory? No, 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 not based on your theory. Okay. Just in general, like people who are in the same situation as her, where it's where they grew up. Right, right. Like you could accuse Eminem of it. You could accuse MGK of it. You could accuse Riff Raff of it. And Riff Raff actually caught a lot of flack at one point in time for being a culture vulture. Like he dealt with it a lot. You could accuse Post Malone of being a culture vulture. You could accuse Michael Rappaport of being a Where's culture Post vulture. Where's Post Malone from? 
somewhere in the south i don't recall okay he's from the south but okay yeah like there's there's a lot of famous white people who are in the hip-hop and but just to take unity just to take my theory in hand like if you think about it eminem we we've seen eight mile like yeah he's been around that from yeah. birth so yeah. just because of the color of his skin from birth you can't say right like would you consider you you know me would you consider me a culture vulture like you know the music i listen to you know no. how i talk that's no. what i'm saying so like to argue for your point if that's the nature of the environment she grew up in that's the nature of the environment she grew up in that's not being a culture vulture that's what exactly you know. that's my point so i so, can't yeah. say she's using it for culture like and plus to your point earlier um, usually cultural appropriation within music, you would use it to up yourself into mm-hmm. a, first of all, into another level of, of, of success, of success. One, two, also to, to put yourself in a space where you may or may not belong in. Yes. A, a big example of cultural appropriation historically in the music industry, Elvis. Whoa. Yup. Yeah. How so? Elvis stole a lot of his music from black men. There's one guy in particular, I don't remember his name, which is horrible of me to know that Elvis has done this and not remember the guy who's he stole from. But yeah, like Eminem even has a line in one of his songs. I don't remember the song. Is it My Name Is? I want to say it's My Name Is. Or no, it's uh, The Real Slim Shady. He says, I'm the first person since Elvis to use black music so selfishly to make myself wealthy. Mm. Now, we all know Eminem is a... No, nah, Eminem from the hood. Like, he from 8 Mile. Like, well, he's not... Yeah. yeah. So, you can hear that line from him and be like, oh, that's just a joke. Yeah, Especially joke. considering Eminem's music, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, like, that's a fact about Elvis that he called out. Yeah. So, to answer your question, no. You're as- if you're asking me, no. Either. no. I don't think it is either. I just want to bring it up because I haven't seen it come up yet, but I kind of expect it to. Okay, fair enough. I do kind of expect to see some... Somewhere, especially after that rapper, he's a princess. Is her name Nokia? Princess Nokia. Yep. After her comment about Ooh, her whole thing, I, I kind of continue. I I kind of expect people to to bring up the cultural appropriation debate. Maybe not mainstream, but no, it, I wouldn't shock me if, if you see it pop up on Twitter. It might pop up on mainstream. It might get, it might get up there if it gets enough. It it will probably get up there, hundred percent. But I mean that's fair. But I just I. I I'm curious to see where this whole situation goes. I think the song, I don't, it has the potential to be a number one hit. Oh, honestly, it's, it's a honest. pretty solid song, especially Bro. with with the where the top forty countdowns are right now. It could have been a completely different song, and if we're being straight up, it it's Ariana Grande, man. Any song she releases as a single for an album, which it, you as, we are to assume this and Thank You Next were the first two singles off her next yes. studio album, they're yeah. going to be big deals. Well, even then, like, every time she, ever since, uh, I think maybe her second album, people finally started respecting her as an artist. Because before then, they're just like, you're just a chick from Victorious. Until, it was like you're a, until a kid she, show star. Yeah, until she hit that point where she hit that, where people were like, oh, she can sing and she can write some lyrics it wasn't until then where her singles finally were like hitting top charts and as soon as she started dropping singles they almost every time they were number one she is without a doubt almost hit number one at least once either on the album or on a single you know you know it's wild just to bring up number ones and albums okay you know katie perry's first album has the most number one singles of any album of all time i mean good for her that song has like nine number ones on it. Her last album was shit. 
Okay, um, so I meant to pull this up sometime before. Okay. So you were you were talking about the uh, Princess Nokia, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, and I'm kind of regretting not putting this artist as my uh, my underground underdog. My under yeah, my underdog. Uh, but the only reason I didn't is because they're not a rapper. It's just a straight producer. But it's funny that you bring that up. This is just a quick side note. So she made that video, right? Um, basically, you know, shooting her shots at Ariana Grande for biting her mm-hmm. flow or whatever the case may be. Right, right. Yeah. I don't know that Princess Nokia song. I don't think anyone here does. I don't. I okay, don't. cool. So no. it's funny. It's funny that she made that video because there's actually, and he's fairly, he's fairly big, but he's not like, he's not mainstream. signed. Yeah. He's not mainstream. He's not signed. Um, he's, he's mainly a producer. He makes a lot of remixes and things like that. But it's funny because um, whatever that Princess Nokia song was, apparently she stole, or I wouldn't even say stole, but she there's a melody off of that Princess Nokia song from one of my favorite producers named Oshi, and um, she. It's funny. It's just like I said. It's a side note. It's really funny the fact that that she's calling someone else on something that she basically did for the right. song that so she's like, calling him out on. Like, yeah. she's being a huge hypocrite is basically what you Exactly. Saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. So, like, oh, she made, like, a sample pack, basically, and it had, a, like, a bunch of melodies on it and things like that. Obviously, there was no, like, um, he wasn't, I don't believe he was selling it. Um, it was kind of like a free royalty pack for people to just go and take and use it to their own expense. It's just really funny how hypocritical that, that video is considering the melody that she's using that song for like that's made from a sample pack from a producer Mm -hmm. but you failed one you failed to mention that Mm -hmm. two you're going out of your way to shoot shots at ariana grande when you're kind of doing the same thing i just think the big thing is especially in hip-hop hip-hop in general people are influenced by their other artists in hip-hop yeah. So there's a lot of like, oh, this sounds very similar to that, and this sounds very similar to this. Like, yeah, yeah. that's a no thing that's been happening to hip hop literally since it started. This isn't it's anything not, new to happen. This isn't going to stop. It's not right. going to stop either. But that's also what makes hip hop kind of great is some of these artists are pulling what someone else did and making it better. Oh. Oh so. yeah. Shout out Jack Queese for that. Um, <laughs> Mia just pulled it up. She said the lyrics from Nokia's track are "Rock my mini styles, then go natural for the summer, hair blown in the Hummer." Flip the weave. I am a stunner. It's mine. I bought it. It's mine. I bought it. That's Princess Nokia. Yeah. Yes. Wow. That's. Uh, I didn't know the bars were the same. The flow is definitely the same. Yeah. She and just she twisted them. Yeah. She flipped them. Yeah. So I guess Although, I can understand where she's coming from. Yes. I, she I still is she's... being hypocritical. Yeah, but yeah. For sure. For sure. I can see. But it. to yeah. me, this is one of those situations we're talking about. And that's a great line. It's not a bad line. Yeah. But the way Ariana Grande did it, it flowed a little bit better. It did. It was plus less syllables. Prin- plus it a lot of better over a track. Yeah. Plus a lot of people don't really know who Princess Nokia no. is. But that's one of the situations where like someone took some from the hip hop community and made it better. Because in my For opinion, sure. no matter, that's not that's not bad. I like it. I actually I I listened to a snippet of the song when I saw this story. I was like, oh, did she really like? Let me hear it. Yeah. And I heard that, and then I heard the way Ariana Grande did it, and I was like, it sounds smoother. With 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 the way it does, it does. Which is, did it. It's so sad the fact that 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 that's a thing. Like, it's that's not the music gonna, industry as that's, a whole. Yeah, that's just the way. This, should, this even happens in country music. Really? 
Yeah, like people sound similar. Actually, all the time why am I? Music. Why am I? Why am I surprised? I know I don't listen to country, but I know for that's, a f- solid fact that that's like true. Like a lot of country music, or it, at least in, it to sounds me, similar. Like that's well, yeah. you could say that the, about the, all music. Though. That's that's the point I'm making. Is you could say that about all music. Like yeah. the top country artists all generally sound really different and all have their own styles. But as people are up and coming, you'll go, oh. They got that from this person. You could look and they back. got that from this person. But that's every music genre. Yeah. Like, this you is, could look back this at many generations happens. too and be like, oh, this sounds like that. Or this sounds yeah. like, it, it just but it's like, just the music of time. Like it, people yeah. make shit that gets big and becomes popular, and people go, Oh, I could do that, but maybe I can make it sound like this. But and, I mean the the other thing is like you listen to uh let's say Eminem. He mm-hmm. literally has a song where he lists his top five artists. Yeah. Yeah. Was it Till I Collapse? It was his top five artists? I don't know. Oh, I'm not uh, sure. And he does you. say it's in no particular order. Jesus, I'm such a nerd. Yep. <laughs> he says... You stand Who's he say? He says... No, not just Eminem, just hip-hop. I'm sure. But he says Nas... He says Nas, Pac, Biggie, Andre. And I don't remember who the fifth is. But if you listen to Eminem, mm-hmm. and then even then he'll tell you his favorite rapper is Redman. And you go listen to Redman back in the day, you can hear similarities between the two. Like, you can tell who people are influenced by. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you listen to MGK, especially, like, his first album, you can see that he pulled a little bit from Eminem for some yeah. of those songs. Like, so I guess the question you would pull obviously who you're influenced be, by, and you end up sounding like them. Like, that's how the music industry works. There's a very, very thin line. So, there is a very thin line for being influenced by someone and stealing from someone. Yeah. So, and the difference is, is how famous you are. I think my favorite. That's uh, a shitty difference. Yep. But think about it. When oh you're God. small and you pull from someone, it's, oh, I'm influenced by them. But the moment you're big yep. and you sound like someone, it's they stole from me. Example. Not I inspired them. Was and it, that's uh, the big difference is how famous you are and how much money you make in the music industry. That is shitty. Yep. I don't like that. It's the way what? it works. Hey. What's uh? What's that one? Uh, for like an example, what's that one 90s rapper name? What's his name? Stole the beat from Queen and God fuck, huh? Vanilla Ice. Let's be for Ew. real. What the fuck? No, 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 no. For Why real? are we talking about Vanilla Ice? Because we're talking about <laughs> I'm a know, Vanilla Ice like influ- silicone. We're talking about influence from music, influences from music. Let's be for real. I mean, he just stole. But let's be for real. I bet you if he wasn't, if he didn't blow up, no one would have batted an eye about his beat. No, because no one, no one but cared. As yeah, no soon as cared. he got big. As soon as he got big, motherfuckers are like, "That sounds familiar." But even there wasn't. There's conspiracies about Queen even taking that from another song, wasn't it? That happens all the time. There's literally but, there's situations in the music industry where people get sued for royalties on songs that the original song was recorded in like the 1920s, and they're like, "Oh, yeah. you stole this from me." And there's lawyers that make money off of that. Yeah. And the the music labels are like. Fuck off. We'll just give you a couple thousand dollars to go suck a dick. Like, we don't care. Yeah. Like, this shit happens. Apparently, that happens a lot more than people realize. Because they, you, there's only so many variations of beats you can make. Like, it's on an eight count. Yeah. There's so many different ways you could do an eight count, and it's going to start sounding similar. So, there's yep. always someone's song that's going to sound similar to yours. Yep. It's so hard to make it sound completely different. Especially now that in today's day and age, with all this music that's out and coming out. Like, dude, there's no way you could. Yeah, you could be original, mm. but you're not gonna be completely original. No, never. It's impossible. It's impossible. But you know, this. I think this is a good segment. I think we should uh, go into the underdogs, bro. 
All right. That's some more shit I got to talk about first. Uh, We like an hour 50 in, bro. That's fine. Save it, bro. Save no, it. Save it for the save next it. one. All right, I'm we'll save it for the lie. next one. I'm not going to lie. Save it. <laughs> who's, who's the underdog <laughs> song's coming up first? Uh, You know so, Okay. Okay, so you the to- underdog segment is a segment that we do where we decide to play music for people that we enjoy, that we think you should also listen to and enjoy, and they may not be people who you know or have ever heard of. Uh, That's going to be false for me, for this one Uh-oh. at least. <laughs> that is 100% going to be false. He was, quote-unquote, an underdog at first. He has now since blown up. Okay. Fair enough. So I'm not going to lie. I changed songs last minute and forget what song I played. Cool. Or chose. <laughs> Let's fucking do this. So, is uh, is whose song is up first? Joshua, I think it's you. Okay. Yep. Nice. And uh, let's do this. Out of cyber, uh, out of mind, yeah. Uh, I can't lie, I'm detached. I need guidance. Uh, I've been dying. Fighting, uh, got this voice in my mind, won't be quiet. Silent ride home, silent ride, silent ride home, silent ride, silent ride home. I got all these voices in my head, mm, mm, mm. got too many bitches in my bed. Mm, mm, mm. I don't store the number just instead. I start scrolling through the text and look for pictures in the thread. Mm. I'm on your edge, you only bang it cause it's streaming, ain't you? Ain't you? You only gang when it's convenient, ain't So that, that's a little bit of Boogie off of uh, his new album coming out. I'm here soon, like a week. I believe it's January 26th, I believe the album's coming out. Um, that's the first single off of it, Silent Ride. This will be his first album released under Shady Records. Um, I'd like to talk about a few of those lines right there because some of those lines are tough, particularly towards the ones that we ended on. Okay. One of the ones he mentions is like, we basically, we don't say phone numbers out here. If I need to know who I'm talking to, I'll just scroll up through the photos and look at photos. Ooh. Like that's some hard shit right there. That's bro. That's like that's you, you already know, <laughs> you already know, you, you, you save the names and your girl sees your phone, but it's man. over. It's over. That's, that's a decent bar. Yeah. Here, if you give me a second, I'll pull up the actual lyric for everybody. That's not what I need. Gotta do that right now, Neil. Gotta do that right now, bro. Been doing the whole fucking podcast. Bro, Bro, you ain't ain't been doing this for the whole two two tests. And And you did not hear a piece of it. Uh Oh, this shit's gonna show up. So, just, this is the beginning part, which we played. We played the chorus, which is how the song starts. And then he says, I got all these voices in my head. You know, typical shit. You thinking, right? Yeah. Got too many bitches in my bed. Right? (laughs) It's kind of, it's kind of hard. (laughs) <laughs> then he goes I don't store numbers just instead I start scrolling through text and look for pictures in the thread ooh that's hard <laughs> that's hard <laughs> and then he says I'm only I'm on your head you're only banging cause of streaming ain't ya you're only gang when it's convenient ain't ya and that's a hard bar too that there's a, a lot bar. of that shit in hip hop where people are like I'm a blood I'm a crip but only when it's convenient for him to do it to sell albums. And he calls that shit out right there, and he does it in such a good and smooth way. I highly recommend listening to that whole song. I highly recommend checking that album out. What's that song called one more time? Silent Ride. Yeah. Silent Ride. Music video's out on YouTube. Um, Like I said, it's up his first 
official album. He's got a couple of mixtapes out. Um, the Thirst 48, parts one and two, two of his mixtapes out. Phenomenal mixtapes. Great. Talk about a homegirl named Jamisha. It's all it's about. <laughs> he has a shirt that said this album is not about Jamisha, so we'll see how that goes. Um, it's his first album released off Shady Records. I highly recommend checking it out. He's from Compton, by the way. He's a West Coast rapper. Bet. You can tell by the beat, though. You can tell by that beat. That's definitely a West Coast beat. Bet, bet, bet. That, that oh, yeah, beat, for sure. That, that's like a 90s West Coast beat type of feel. I fuck with it. For sure. So, you know, I heard we talking about some fire-ass lyrics. I thought I'd bring up some of my own real quick. Huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. I some thought, of your own. I mean. Mm-hmm. Not mine, but, you know. I mean. Some lyrics I think are fire real quick. So, I mean, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this uh Neil Neil this this is for you buddy. So you try to Oh <gasps> fuck. <laughs> I am concerned. This is this is this is a good lyric. It says you trying to be me, bitch, but you could never be in your life, even if you had all my sneakers like Bow Wow and like Mike. That's tough. Why was that for me? Yeah, who said that? Uh yeah. I think if I remember correctly, Ski Master Slump God. Why was that for me? That was a decent bar. I'm not gonna lie. That, that, <laughs> no, like, that, that like Mike line was kind of nice. That was that a was nice like, bar. That, that was a good movie. That's a tough. That's a tough. I don't. I, I feel it's, no way. It still makes me laugh though. I got fair enough. I got I techniques no dripping out my butt cheeks. I sleep on my stomach, <laughs> so I don't fuck up say my that, You're gonna say that every time. <laughs> Put my sauce on lasagna. It could make Garfield burn. <laughs> uh, I'm sipping. Yeah. What is it? I'm sitting here sipping on Guinness, weighing 165, and you trick should die. I hate you oh, both. Shit. Hey, that's a pock bar. That is a park bar. Yeah, it's a park bar. bar. All right, so <laughs> sorry. Oh. Song started my head, but I was getting into it. I'm next. I was about to spit. Chill out. So up next is uh, I believe is yours, Vince. All right, but or not? There the we go. fuck did you? Trying to step up to the three, bring your ass to Tennessee. Shit's wild in the south. That's how these players came to be the most hated, least faded. Can't you motherfucker see? When you fucking with the devilicious, rest in piss, you flee. Could give a fuck. I get up, drink a beer and smoke a blunt. I have no sense to care enough. I'm just doing what I love. Twist the butt and bring the funk. I ain't worried about a bitch, but if you step up to me, fuck, then I'ma show you. Kiss my motherfucking fist and bow down to this cryptic camp. Now you bitches got me pissed, so I'ma break y'all like this. Fuck your mother, kill your brother, stick my dick off in your sister. Come and pick up in this bitch, yeah, the click of Southern Killer. Try to step up to the three, bring your ass to Tennessee. Buy this pile in the south, oh, yeah. that's how these killers yeah, you came you to should actually listen. the yeah, well, I'm telling you, you would fuck with him. Alright, got it. So, that was a... Uh... The three by the Devilish three trio. I like it. Um. So the only reason I picked that. Well, first off, let me talk about the uh, the group. So the Devilish trio is made of Baker, your maker, Hydra, and Ten Gauge from Nashville, Tennessee. Yep. So. Yep. Um. I guess more or less the reason why I picked that. That's more up the lane of um, producing. Just for the viewers and people listening, like I produce, so that's more of the lane I've been trying to get into as far as um, beats go. So 
that's more or less like the funk I was talking about. So P mm-hmm. P H O N K. Um, yeah, they're a dope ass group though. They're more like they're they have a very three six mafia vibe. Yeah, I like that. I like I like that song a lot. I'm gonna I'm gonna check yeah. some of them out. They have a day. very a but, very three six mafia vibe. But I I fuck with them heavy. Like I said, that's the lane I've been trying to go up through as far as producing music. But yeah, check them out. It's off their album, The Collection. Okay. I like the beat, 100%. I thought it was a good beat. Fuck that. I like it just because it, it's it's a different lane in hip-hop that doesn't get explored much, and that is like that that mm-hmm. Tennessee, that Southern, yeah. like yeah. that little well, bit of twang in the voice. That doesn't get a whole lot of recognition, even though there's a lot of good rappers with that. Yeah. It doesn't get recognition because the nature of hip-hop is Atlanta and New York and Detroit. It's and funny that you... It's funny that you say that, too, because a lot of, well, let me not say a lot, but there's um, a few, there's, like, a couple songs out there right now by really, like, big-name artists that are starting to um, kind of vibe with the whole Mm -hmm. funk sound. So, like, Mm -hmm. I would say, like, an example would be, um, what's 21st, what's 21 Savage's first song on his newest album? A lot, Norman J. Cole. So, like something like that so like it's kind of a mix of trap beats but there's a lot of 90s memphis vocals behind it Mm -hmm. um like i said a lot of rappers big name artists are trying to kind of use it more sample it yeah and i don't i it hasn't been introduced enough for me to say how i feel on it but i i just i don't know how i feel on it honestly because it's i feel like it's it's like one of those things where, like, an artist, like, you, you don't want them to get too big so where everyone's listening to it. No, I understand that entirely. Yeah, but that's, I don't know. That's how I feel. No, I get that. I completely understand that. Because yeah. you feel like if they get mainstream, it's going to take the magic away. Yeah. They're, they're going to... Or their it, sound it could, could change. Yeah, their sound could change because then they're going to want to cater towards what is more mainstream. Yeah. And um, I, you, I've actually seen that a lot with MGK. You listen to MGK's first album, entirely different. Than, yeah. than the next two. Yeah, I'm yeah. curious to see what he does for the third one, actually. Or but fourth yeah. one, I'm sorry. But check them out. Like I said, they're this trio. I liked it a lot. Like I said, I like the I like the vibe that they have, too. Like yeah, that, that vibe at the beginning it's of that good. song. And like I said, that southern twang, Yeah, you don't hear a lot of it in hip-hop. Yeah. Yeehaw. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm so fucking sick. That, no. No. You're from... I mean, technically, you from the South. All things considered, yeah. you from the South. Yeah. But if you're going to start saying yeehaw, you better start walking right here to goddamn cowboy has some boots, bro. I'm going to get I want you to have some spurs. Belt. I'm going to get a fucking belt, bitch. Get that big-ass belt the, buckle, bro. Uh, ting, 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 you know what I'm saying? Next time I got the gun show over at Hampton Coliseum, go to it. <laughs> pick, pick yourself up a goddamn leather belt with a fat-ass belt buckle. Bet. You have a gun? Do you still have a gun? Yes, you already have that. Might fuck around and kill myself. Let's oh, drink the Kool-Aid. You gonna put? Let's <laughs> drink the Kool-Aid. You gonna put that on the podcast, bro? <laughs> no, just kidding. Dude, what the fuck? It's all jokes. I'm kidding. Neil, are you okay? Do we need no, to have I'm, a discussion? Dude, I've never been so happy. Like I'm good. Everybody, just chill out. <laughs> Relax. All right. Well, uh, on that note, my song's up next. So. Fuck. Shut up. Is gone. Is gone. 
Searching for the desert sand, world tour, Jodeci, diary of a madman, 4am, microdose, feeling like a madman, don't want none of that, eyes on the game plan, big haze, lemonade, mindset, bright cane, misbehave, but I feel like easy beeping out the Milky Way, people try to stop me, but I'm sipping through the waves, I know, not yet in my feet, don't need to give a light show, people wonder where we're in the fuck is in, though, staring at my screen, I need a fucking window, yeah, call us so well. Alright. So, that is Rich Brian. Who is that featured again? I can't remember. Uh, that is Rich Brian featuring, his name is August 08. Uh, honestly, I didn't find out about Rich Brian until probably he got actually really popular. Uh, was his Dat Stick song. Oh, Lord. That, <laughs> you, I do remember that. Have you heard That's, that? Have you heard that song? Okay. Yeah, so Dat Stick is a funny-ass song. It's stupid as fuck. But a lot of people were like, his voice is, is definitely different than a lot of people you hear out there. And he, at the time, he was only 16 years old when he recorded that shit. And he sounded exactly like he does right now. Yeah, his, and, vo- his voice is very unique. Like, and um, No one has that voice. Oh, yeah, no one has that voice. But, um, yeah, I found him when a video of, like, a couple actual, like, popular rappers, like, saw this video. And they're like, oh, that shit tough. He's out here with, like, a fanny pack and shit like this. And, like... Before his name was Rich Brian, his name was actually Rich Chigga. Which it, caught a lot of flack. No, no, yeah, it, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, he was like, I know a lot of rap artists nowadays, you know, use the N word in their songs and all that. He was like, so I thought I could incorporate it in my own way. So he said, I call myself Rich Chigga. But you know, it's wild. Wait, he, he I have a question. Okay. Yes, he's Asian. No, I was gonna go deeper than that. Okay, what's up? Is he Chinese? No. Then that's fucked up and racist. <laughs> Is he? No, I have no idea. No, I don't think he is. He's uh. Yeah, that's wild though. That's that's a wild ass name, bro. I see why he changed it. Yeah, he um. But but you know, it was really funny. Is like most of the rap artists who even looked at his song, the people were like, yeah, his name's Rich Chiga. They all gave him a hundred percent props from it. Uh, and he's a hundred percent walking around with a fanny pack. Chinese, like it's nineteen ninety at Disneyland. Okay, that was only off his first song. That so he's from joke. Indonesia. Okay, he's, his ethnic is Chinese Indonesian. So okay, so there we go. So, so it's not racist because yeah. he is Chinese. But, but um, a lot of the rap artists gave him props. They're like Rich Chuga. They're like, we like that. That's it's tough. Yeah, he's but trying to be his own thing. A lot of people he got flack for it because he was saying he made that up and and tried to quote unquote. If I remember correctly, it was from like a, a Guinness interview in racism in his own way he was like i think it's dumb that you know because in that song he even drops the n-word a couple times and 
Um, he does, yeah. And and they, like, okay. why'd you look at me for confirmation? I just I haven't <laughs> heard the song. I don't remember the song. <laughs> but yeah, so um, he was like, yeah, I'm just doing this. He was like, I think it's whack. That reminds know. me of Nems. Hmm? People give Nems a lot of flack because he's Puerto Rican and he drops the N word a lot in his music. Yeah, but um, he changed his name to Rich Brian. He was like, he realized that he fucked up. He was like, he was younger. He was like, so he changed it and he dropped his album Amen in 2018. Shit blew the fuck up. In um, I think a lot of the songs in there are actually really fucking good. There are a couple bops, um, and then I don't, no, I mean we gotta come up with a different term than that. What bops? Bop? Yeah, I don't like that term. Okay, the sh- some of them were hits. <laughs> that better? That yeah, that might be why I don't like it. Yeah, no, it's annoying. <laughs> but then um, after that, uh, he like, whatever happened to banger? Like, is that gone now? Can we not say <laughs> that's a banger anymore? Yes, friend, that's gone. So we got to call it a bop. No, I'm not rolling with that. I don't like okay, it. Okay, good for you. <laughs> but yeah. For those who didn't... Time out. Hold, okay. For those who didn't hear that, Amia just, just said... Kanye me? Yes. Wow. Shut the fuck up. All right. <laughs> Amia just said, that's a knee-slapping bop. That's Yeehaw. why I don't like calling things bops. Because that right there, it sounds it's annoying. too normal. Like, a knees... <laughs> <laughs> slapping followed by bop sounds like it fits too well it's too for white. me to talk about it's too, white, music. It's too normal it sounds too normal like those two things knee slapping shouldn't be followed by anything and sound okay like bop exactly. and it just it, it sounds like it fits and i don't like it uh-huh. but yeah you guys should check him out he he like he was technically what you would quote call an underdog way back when but he's since way back up. when last year is not exactly way back when. Uh, no, he was like he was releasing music like two years ago. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he 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 was I mean, kind of fair, that stick like, came out in like 2016. What's his public Spotify? What's his numbers? Uh, okay, like his top five songs. What so numbers is he getting? since he blew up, which is what I was trying to get to, and I know I was over talking. He signed up with 88 Rising, dropped uh amen under that and then dropped a collab album with 88 rising with all of their people uh i think it was called summer something it was like a summer album i just want you to go to his spotify account and pull up his top five songs like what what are the what are the streaming numbers on just spotify alone okay let me pull that up i got it i got it i got it because his top song right now is midsummer madness if i remember correctly Maybe oh yeah, this man is mil. not underground anymore. Yeah, almost a hundred mil. Like he's got sixty-six mil, twenty-seven mil, ninety-two mil, ninety-nine mil, and sixteen mil. Yeah. Since compared to like the person I play, Boogie, like his top is like five mil, six mil, and then two I mean, mil, and then like five hundred thousand. So it's, I, I was just trying to put in yeah, perspective yeah. for the people listening, like where where his <laughs> level of success is. Yeah, he has four million. And I, I would say that that's he's obtained. A solid level of success already for, yeah, but for this point in his career. It's, a, it's so wild for him because he was like, it just happened overnight. He's like, literally one morning I just but, woke oh, up yeah. and like, shit like blew okay. Up. But to be fair, it may come off as overnight. But you say he's been making music for what two years? Uh, he's been dropping just like dumb songs every once in a while. Yeah, like for, he, for two years. Like that's not exactly overnight. It may come off as overnight because to him, it felt like he may have went from a thousand listeners to a million listeners in like the course of one song. But he was still putting a lot of work into that before that. So oh, I don't right, know if I sure. could... What happened is that Stick, uh, I think 2016, was his first song he ever released and was actually put on Spotify. That's the one that blew him up. But he was probably... At, he was 100%, in my opinion, at Boogie's level. 
he was over here making nine, ten million plays because that's when I looked him up. Say Boogie's not even hitting way before nine million on Spotify. Uh, yeah, yeah, way before Amen dropped. I, I looked him up on Spotify, and each of his singles that he dropped had at least nine plus million views. I mean, that's like. But ever since uh, he dropped, I think it was a single. It was glow like that. Uh, a single that he dropped for the album Amen blew up and then he dropped an, another single with Christ with uh, 21 Savage mm. he definitely that's when it started happening and next you know talk about an album coming out 2018 with uh, this new record label called 88 Rising he started to get well before the record label obviously he was getting like some serious features yeah so okay you but, said uh, the record label is 88 Rising mm-hmm. they have uh, the collab album Midsummer Madness I think is the single he's known for um, I don't remember the actual album, but you know Joji? You guys know Joji, right? Yeah. Sounds familiar. He's under 88 Rising, a.k.a. Filthy Frank. Um, motherfucker used to just make dumbass YouTube videos. All of a sudden, made another, what he would call, like, a personality. And he just he blew up too, man. He was just a literal overnight sensation because he used to do dumb rap music under the name yeah, Pink yeah. Guy. And he just released something under Joji. And I shit you not, I heard about it. And it was on SoundCloud and all that shit. Next thing you know, this shit was on Spotify. And I was like, hello? I was <laughs> like, and it was millions and millions of plays. Like, he just out of nowhere. And now that's all he does. Which, I mean, good for him. He got out of YouTube in time, in my opinion. Because what he used to do, ain't no way that shit would be allowed now at all. For sure. But yeah, man. Um, I know he's not, you know, super underground. But yeah, name of the album by 88 Rising is uh, Head in the Clouds. It's got people like Joji, Nikki, Young Bands. I actually have a question, um, and this is probably far off. Do you know who Keith Ape is? And is he on 88 Rising? And I'm a Yes, he is. I just saw that he is. I knew it. I had to have known. Okay, so the reason why I asked that is because... Playboy Cardi's under um, 88 Rising. That's interesting. I think... Right? I don't. Not, I don't think not. he is. He was a feature on their album. Then he made okay, a feature on, enough. but he's not on the record label. But I, I, I kind of wildly guessed. Well, it was more of an educated guess. But the only reason I asked is because I know, or at least I'm assuming, 88 Rising is like a, a record label. It's kind of filled with a lot of Asian rappers. Keith Ape is one of them. If I play us, I'm not gonna play a song right now. We're running low on time, but th- there's a song that was like really dope. And I want to play it for you guys after this whole podcast okay. is over. I'm down. But I, I, I want to see if you guys remember the song at all. Okay. I guess I, I did just look up the record label because I was curious. 88 Rising. Um, I wanted to see where they were. They were founded four years ago, initially under the name Cash Only, and then they changed their name to 88 Rising. Um, which, by the way, that's a weird name for a record label because I don't know only? if y'all know this. No, no, no. 88. 88, 88 Rising. Because 88 is a big number in Nazi Germany. Uh-oh. 88 means Hail Hitler. Because 8, H is the eighth letter in the alphabet. So I don't, I don't think Nazi Germany. Like I don't that. think they are. I'm just saying, like, that's... It might be something they want to look into. Might go back to cash only. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, no, the reason, the main reason why I looked them up, I wanted to see if they had a parent company. They do not. They are independent. They were not owned by Atlantic. They, no. they, yeah, they're they not yeah. a sub-record label. So, I really want to know... Their their deals with this label because I want to know if they have three sixty deals. 
Maybe. I want to know if this small record label was giving 360 deals for these artists because I that's that could be a big deal. I don't think they were. I don't think they did. No. I don't. I don't think they would have. Yeah, I don't think so either. From what it looks, but like. I'm still curious. Yeah, fair enough. But uh, yeah, that was my song choice. Okay, they should change the name. <laughs> but uh, I think that's all the time we have. Do you guys have anything else before we uh before we end this? No, I think I'm gonna save. Any other topics I may or may not have for the next podcast? Yeah, the Capitals just lost a hockey game eight right, to fucking no. five. <laughs> How you give up eight goddamn goals? Who the fuck was playing goalie? Good night, y'all. The cubicle <laughs> is clocking out.